With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. This week on the program, we have such stupid sequels to show you. It's Hellraiser Bloodline. I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Eric Siska. Chris, where's Butterball Cabin? (laughs) (laughs) Not the first time you've asked that. And we hate movies. We all go a little mad sometimes. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare, huh? Sometimes that is what I. Zombies have entered the building. They're at the door. They're coming in. It is time to keep your appointment with the Wicker Man. They're coming to get you, Barbara. These sick fucks using one too many movies. Now, Sid, don't you blame the movies. Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos more creative. What an excellent day for an exorcism. Hello, everyone. Welcome to We Hate Movies. Thank you for tuning in, as always, and welcome to the scary, scary start of the 2022 Halloween Spooktacular. And this time we're in Franchise Town. Each and every week uh-huh. will be in a major issue. And- ah! Sorry, I was trying to jump scare the audience. (laughs) (laughs) We are kicking things off, of course, with the fourth installment in one of the worst franchises I've ever watched the entirety of. It is Hellraiser Bloodline from 1996, directed by, technically, Kevin Yeager. But we have ourselves, ladies and gentlemen, a real deal, honest to goodness, Alan Smythe. Alan Smythe, my favorite director. I'm so happy to talk about him. I don't think I've (laughs) ever seen one in the wild like this. Because last night it starts and the credits are so bad. They're so like, (laughs) ba-ba-ba-ba-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-
you know, print it all out and read it on the train. End to end. Yeah, I'm sitting next to Pete Campbell playing cards while reading uh, the IMDb Tribune. Yes, no. read from this infinite just size uh, pile of paper you've got They're here. They're always larger with horror movies. <laughs> the It was a 110-minute cut. There was a lot more French stuff, which makes a ton of sense. Uh, there was supposed to be like, uh, uh, this is a great uh, trivia bit where it's like, uh, despite uh, prominent features in many sci-fi and horror mags, there are no uh, what do you call, what is it called? Uh, no uh, oh cenobites. Not cenobites. Wigs. Yeah, powdered wig cenobites. Which yeah. I was like, <laughs> what? I would like to see that. Yeah, yeah that would be nice. Mind, yeah. I, guess. I think that there's an okay movie here that doesn't exist. I think if you cut space out and just make it, it's the it's the 1796 and 1996. And the building and the French. And two is got, fine. Yes, two, two storylines are fine. Sure, I, but there is the the issue of it looking like fried garbage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just that yeah. is an issue that is hard to get by, and it's not one of the things where like it's harsh because the stuff is harsh. No, and, like and, for it, parts of it, I guess, uh-huh. but the rest of it is just overblown light and like. It looks like shit. Yeah, it's amateur town. Yeah, but it's ambitious amateur town because eighty six minutes and we have outer space, <laughs> the French back in the day, and nineteen ninety six, my favorite year. I mean, they're they're packing <laughs> a lot of story in there. I'll I'll give them that. The space station we start off looks like it's straight out of reboot. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, bad bad space VFX here. But it feels like it could have been like a TV season or something. Yes. Which is funny. We're doing this because. The Hulu Hellraiser, I think it's officially called Hulu Hellraiser. Hulu Hellraiser, yeah, that's oh, what it's nice. called. It's coming out. I'm curious of where that's going to go. Are we going to go It looks rad space? as fuck. I, I didn't, didn't see, see anything yet. about it. Yeah, I will I'll, watch I'll it. I mean, I think the first Hellraiser is really good. Like an it's a good movie. Yeah, disturb, like truly disturbing horror movie. Oh yeah, and the second one's okay, and then the third one's. Pretty bad, but fun. <laughs> fun. At least it's fun, and there's a budget there. Sure, and we got CD Cenobite. This is just cheap trash acted by like literally really nobody did and this did this one get even into theaters this is the last <laughs> theatrically released hellraiser Amazing. motion picture oh no you solved my lament configuration <laughs> i'm banned to dvd oh no forever spending eternity in the back wall of blockbuster <laughs> i must now become hellraiser inferno <laughs> <laughs> banished yep. to physical media <laughs> I mean, it, it does. I, I got to say, like this, this, Jason X looks better than this movie. Oh, absolutely. It yeah, has yeah. just a, a better visual palette. Because well, you also, you can't bounce between space. Like, I think like if you, if you kept it just French in 96, you're good. Because then it's like, oh, wow, the, the timeline throughout the ages. Jumping all the way to this insane space scenario, I'm like, yeah, what yeah. is going? And on? is this the first one where we're, we're like following the bloodline, yeah, of <laughs> the toy maker? That's correct. And if you wanted to do that, like, you can do space on its own next time. Uh, exactly, uh, it's, uh, Eric. I'm sorry, it's toy maker, <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. toy maker, which is said exactly 500 times in this movie. You're a heartbreaker, toy maker. <laughs> Or is that Costanza with my calzone? <laughs> I guess the story of this is we start in space and we are following the merchant and, and or La Marchand, La Marchand uh, family throughout the ages. Uh, La Marchand created the toy box, the set, the set about the, uh, the, the lament configuration in France. Uh-huh. There's, a, there's a bit in the, a lot in the 90s and a very bad tacked on, by the way, framing device. 
uh, in space. These, oh, oh, really? Entirety you, of space was tacked on? No, it's I, I I called this last night because one, one thing, this lead actor who's not very good, whatever his name is. Oh, this, listen, here's oof. the thing. It's hard enough getting good actors to play multiple roles, yes. getting nobody <laughs> to do it three times. Even Thank when you. it's like, d- listen, dude, you are playing the same guy technically, but it's just like three areas of time. And this dude was like, got it, made absolutely no attempt whatsoever to change these characters. Canada's own Bruce Ramsey. He, the if you watch the movie, in the first scene or the first couple scenes, he's got like a buzz cut, right? right? Yeah, yeah. But in the reshoots, which is the framing de- device, what he sits down with Rimmer, which we'll get into. Oh, sure. sure. And well. is like, oh, let me tell you my story. That. It's a bad, uh, what do you call it, a taxi driver-esque oh, skin no. cap oh, with crap oh, on top of it. No. And it is, you can spot this thing a mile away. Not to mention the wig he is wearing in the 1990s is so fucking That's bad. bad. That's bad. You can see the fucking glue dripping <laughs> off his forehead with that wig. A couple of times he's like laying on bed, laying in bed with his wife, and you can tell he's so like, Keep it steady, dude. Keep your neck steady. This wig's going to pop off. <laughs> I can feel it sliding off his head. Bruce, the wig. Bruce. Oh, we need a wig check. Before we go, we're going to need a wig check. Yeah, it fell on the floor again. The super glue this time. <laughs> Not just the wet stuff. I want concrete. Mm-hmm. That, that's this- why you hire a makeup guy to direct. He knows. <laughs> grab the fucking concrete there. Because I think it also would have been better. The original was in linear order. So there was no framing device. Yep. It would just go there. And then at the end, it's like, holy shit, it's space. I guess we're doing like Cloud Atlas kind of shit. I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's I one mean, way to put it. Man. Yeah. This guy does just make you yearn for the gravitas of a Chad Lowe. <laughs> Of uh, <laughs> any other pretty boy that might have been able well, to Well, the motherfucker with from this. the last movie, the third one is uh, what's his face from Baby Cakes, isn't it? Isn't Craig Sheffer the guy? Craig Sheffer's in the next movie, actually. Oh, he's in the next movie. Yeah, he's in whatever that one Lord Almighty. You know, previous episode of Vent Horizon, I said on that, like, my God, this movie is great because it's a Hellraiser movie with actual actors in it. Yes, totally. I think part of the reason this structure doesn't work and, like, the tact on this makes total sense is because. This is essentially what happens. They get uh, a bunch of militants, uh, military people are going on to a, a, a space station. The space station Minos by, might as well be called the garbage hole Minos because <laughs> there's just trash everywhere. The guy who is in charge of it, who designed it, is the Marshawn guy. Mm, yes. The, the the most recent Marshawn, the new new improved Marshawn. Right. Yeah, for 2172 or whatever this year is. We, we meet him and he's immediately like trapped Yes. Pinhead and like is facing off with him. And then all of a sudden it's like, wait, how about we talk to Rimmer? Yes. Dude, why don't we talk about the so French Revolution? I, I hate this shit where like space Marines detain you. That it always happens in this in outer space. <laughs> all right. So this is the first thing because I need to break this down because this it makes no sense only because they don't tell you anything. Who are these people? Nope. Yeah. Is it the space SWAT team? Why mm-hmm. are they coming for this guy? It's vague alien-esque. The company sent them. Yeah. Man, mm-hmm. we have the balls to do that? I didn't even oh, fucking hear I that heard line. like the company wants this or the company well, wants that. That's uh, what I heard. The guy, was Because they hired Marchand to build the space station. I see. And so they're like looking up on their property. He has let everything go to pot. 
There is shit and piss all over this fucking space station. It looks like absolute hell. It looks like where uh, uh, Bob and all the other guys are hanging out in Twin Peaks in that burnt out room. But it has to look like hell. So when Pinhead finally comes into the area, he's like, oh, okay. I I wasn't brought anywhere. This looks looks, looks like my house. Pretty good. This is like seventh ring of hell stuff. Not bad. Wow, they have all my favorite posters all over the wall, too. Ooh, alternate casting decision. Uh, because in the first movie of An- the great Andrew Robinson, Garrick on right. uh, on Deep DS Space Nine, Space Nine. Then in the third movie, you have Jacks Jedi Jedi could never do it. Jedi Dax You're gonna open a portal to hell. <laughs> yeah, seriously, <laughs> you got her from DS Nine. Why don't you get fucking oh, Andrew, Terry Farrell? Terry Farrell, name. you could get Andrew Sidig in there. Get keep Ooh, the DS Nine train sure. going, dude. Ooh. Smart idea. Yeah, and or you know, get or Cole Meany would be a lot of fun. Oh, he would be a blast. Oh, he Speaking would not. He of, would not have done this. He's a There's toy no maker way. in Ireland, maybe. I like where this <laughs> is going. He could yell, Jesus. <laughs> a fucking hell riser. <laughs> no, my love, I have to go. I have to deliver my toy. He opened the fucking box. <laughs> that would be great. Three Cole points of Guinness for this stupid fucking box. It would be cool to see someone other than a yuppie square off, yes. you know? Well, that's true. Cause this, yeah, this dude does in 1996, this yeah. guy, you know, Bob Merchant or whatever his name is real yuppie. And yeah. then the, last, yeah. the third movie, it's like art yuppies. Yes. Forgot that's, about the art yuppies. That's going to be the problem with Colmini is getting like, cause that hair can't change. <laughs> no, it's like you put a ball cap on that. Everybody's just laughing. That's or blood- that's maybe that kingpin. Maybe. <laughs> Bloodline, though, curly hair runs in his bloodline. Sure. Each one of them has it. That's Maybe true. the middle one's blonde. That'd be fun. <laughs> but that's a good differential between like one, he has floppy, like short hair, yeah. one, he has longer, stringy hair. Yeah. Sure. And then he has this stupid fucking ball cap. <laughs> Man. Uh. But I love, so at the beginning, it's we don't know what's going on. It's space where Minos. This dude puts his hands in sneakers for five seconds. Anybody else notice these high tops he's putting them in? I, it's I like you put notice. your hands into basketball shoes, and inside those basketball shoes are gloves that you pull back out and are wearing. Mm-hmm. And I kind it's a kind of a smart, coolish idea in, in a better movie is like, oh, anyone who solves the lament configuration with their own hands is going to get cursed and blah, blah, blah. Yep. When I get this poor fucking robot to do it. Get this fucking Terminator <laughs> skeleton to do Which, it. This little fucking T-800 there doing I the puzzle. Know, but it shouldn't work. No. You know, what? what is Pinhead showing up to take the robot soul? <laughs> well, and there's no real acknowledgement of that being a thing, except when Pinhead later in the movie is like, basically like, oh yes, they got us here and the person who brought us was quite easy to defeat. I was like, yeah, Pinhead, because it's a fucking robot, dude. Yeah. It doesn't know what's going on. It'd be great if he just shows up the things with a robot. Seriously? <laughs> I got out of bed for a robot, you say? There's no soul to eat. What yeah. am I supposed to do here? If if he got summoned like on Skull Beach and Terminator, mm-hmm. the world is gone, would he cry? Would he be like, there's no souls left to harvest? <laughs> and the Cenobite wept, for there were no more souls yeah. to eat. He's, yeah, just, totally. he's just strolling through the aftermath. No, but there is T Terminator flesh to fuck and that's to, to rip and stuff. So that's what he, it's. He, he says it's the souls, but he likes the flesh. Here's dude. the thing. If you got Pinhead and his Cenobite buddies, a uh, bunch of those, either the like Terminators with the fake skin or 
them dudes, uh, the little dummies that the forged in fire weirdos always have to cut <laughs> the up. And what, dummies, yeah. It yeah. would be like a Cenobite version of like a cat scratch pad. You know, it's <laughs> yeah, like, oh, let true. me get on this. Look, oh, look at that little I, torso oh, I'm, I'm tearing I'm up. I'm much less likely to destroy your furniture now that I have <laughs> this to play with. Oh, honey, get the Cenobite away from the couch. It's scratching that we just got. That pinhead, get away do, from there. Could you give me some of my flesh nip? <laughs> I, I, I need some. Could you? Please. Oh yeah, Arnold could like pull off his the flesh from his arm and throw it to him. Yeah, because well, he doesn't care. That's blah. Blah. Oh, sorry, flesh ball. <laughs> blah. Blah. Well, that's the thing. It's like I'm not saying he can't keep himself busy in the aftermath where it's all his flesh. Sure, sure. He's got stuff to do, but it, like his heart's not in it anymore. It's like Chris Rock after Bigger and Blacker. It's just not. <laughs> nothing is. Nothing's good anymore. It's just all. It's you know. There's jokes there. I'm not saying there's not jokes. But oh yes, watch me take a shit in your child's sandbox. <laughs> oh yes. He, uh, so he gets detained by these space marines, and he meets, which is really a Cenobite name. Rimmer is a Cenobite, yes. right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what it sounds like. They, they they bring you to hell. They bring you to hell through your asshole. I think. That's right, yes. dude. I mean, honest to Christ, who you know, you're writing this screenplay, and you're going through the twentieth draft. You're the twentieth ghostwriter of this fucking thing. Someone. Call this lady Johansson. Yes. Rimmer, <laughs> especially in such a sexual movie. Like, I'm just thinking about analingus. I, I think they totally. Think it's like a it's a future name, I think yeah. is what they think. You know? Um, well, in the future, everyone's eating ass. So <laughs> <that's just laughs> Rimmer, Lingus, you go and take care of the next <laughs> God. Um played by the um Seventh most memorable actress in Days Did Confused, Christine Harnos. There you go. Oh yeah, oh, I was yeah. trying to remember who does she oh, play yeah. in She's the movie. Just one of the women. Uh, one of the women that's like uh, teasing the freshman and all that stuff. You know, just part of that crew. I was trying to remember if she was one of the people hanging out with Anthony I, Rapp. I think she's with the smarter, like the smarter girl. She's okay. her friend. I think. Okay. Uh, as far as uh, I'm sorry, yes. I could not get past the Rimmer. Rimmer could <laughs> that was really holding me up. A James Bond name, you know? Like, yes. Oh, Rimmer. Linda oh. Rimmer. Linda Rimmer. <laughs> Linda Ashley Rimmer. How, how are you doing? Oh, Rimmer, I'm going to have to keep you very close, my dear. <laughs> oh, Rimmer, she got licked. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what he says after that woman falls to a fucking jet after he fucks and kills her yeah. <laughs> oh Rimmer you're making my cheeks warm <laughs> Pinhead you're mad <laughs> James Bond versus Pinhead would be oh fun, that's yeah. a fucking mashup dude so we get the broccoli estate uh, on that it really makes- not much soul here <laughs> I got to be honest and look at these cufflinks uh, 007 they shoot out holy water <laughs> It is. He's very much like Frank Cotton from the first movie, a guy that has had fucked everybody in the world 17 ways from Sunday and is looking for the next horizon. Oh, I just need the next horizon, Pinhead. (laughs) It's so boring. I just saw what you did for that Uncle Frank. (laughs) Well, yeah, and much like Pinhead, Bond has like different spawns of himself. (laughs) Yep. Like Mm -hmm. there's a Roger Moore Bond. (laughs) Yes, yes. Much like a Butterball. (laughs) We have such things to fuck you with. George Lazenby is the Angelique, of course. Oh, sure. Yes, totally. The true king who was forced out. (laughs) But she's like, so what are you doing on this space station by yourself? And in... The, again, it's fucking dumb. It's so dumb for this movie, for any Hellraiser movie. This dude is just like, oh, we'll sit down, Lieutenant Rimmer. 
I'm gonna tell you a story. <laughs> and it's like, wait, what? Uh, uh, hold on, Pinhead. I'm going to tell Rimmer what's going on here. Right. We're totally because like we're we are we are being forced to believe that the entire time the rest of this movie is being told to us. So the 1790s part yes. yeah. and the 1990s part, yes, Pinhead and the rest of them Cenobites that we see at the end of the movie are just patiently uh, waiting there. Are they not gonna order pizza or anything? <laughs> we're just going to sit here. I mean, there's not even a TV in this waiting room. I think they're engrossed by the story, you know. <laughs> Sure. Like, oh, tell me this one again. I <laughs> was there for it. <laughs> That's the thing. It all wrong. He wasn't there for it, which is cool. Like because Pinhead yes. didn't exist yet which in was, the French era, anyway. Which oh, was right, yeah, yeah. Which was one of the things. Um, uh, Miramax had a problem with was like no no you got to get to Pinhead much earlier See, and that's so that's that's why he's like thirty minutes I think in the original is like fifty minutes or something like that and that's the problem yeah you totally. know honestly we don't need Pinhead in every fucking thing I know you we're gonna have Pinhead in everything yes just yeah. like every Star Wars thing has Darth Vader I, well, in it well but can you know? I tell you then though the way yeah. that your your the complaint is angled here sure, it's sure. possible you will really like some of those later sequels because those movies are like. <laughs> We wrote a script for a movie, and then right. somebody bought it and was like, "This is going to be a Hellraiser movie." It's basically like you're watching like like the video game one, whatever that one is called. Yes. Hell like, World. Hell World. Yes. We need to do Hell World. Oh, we, oh, we, should, we certainly will. I want to play the game. But that that movie's like, oh, there's this crazy VR thing happening. This game debut, Hell World, blah 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 blah. And then in the last 20 minutes, the Cenobites show up because it was just a screenplay about a killer video game system. <laughs> yes. And then they put Cenobites to it because someone slapped Hellraiser on it. Is that necessarily better or not? I don't know. Well, no, it would be better if only those stories were any good, but they're yeah. all trash also. I also just think like, we, you know what? You can defeat Pinhead and we can move on to the yes, next guy. Sure. Who's ne he can't be, it can't be Pinhead the devil and that's the hierarchy. <laughs> oh, there's got to be other, I mean, there's got to be other versions of it, but they're scared, like iconography. They're start. They're scared sure, to move sure. on from that. That's what they think is putting well, butts in seats. Listen, of course it was that yeah. fucking Pinhead dude. I mean, of all the the slasher villains and whatever, he was always the guy that I was noticing first in the video store. Sure, he was the dude you're seeing on T-shirts. He's like, dressed up like he's about to have some bondage sex, you know? Yeah. Oh, that's in every movie. I mean, like the, that. The first cover, Hellraiser, the first Hellraiser cover is just, I can't, I mean, yes. I yeah. see immediately. Yeah, you're right. Posters, fucking T-shirts, everything. So, I mean, I feel like if you were to go and try to do one of these without a pinhead centibite of some kind. Get yeah. the fuck out of here. Yeah, that yeah, ain't my right. fucking Hellraiser <laughs> movie, oh. God damn it. I would just like it just like if we just settled on France here and just really dug in. But, no, but I, I know it's a cool idea. I, yeah. also, I mean, also, I think why Pinhead isn't attacking right away uh, while and allows mm. Merchant to give him a story is he's still trying to figure out this robot. Like, I think he's like kicking it. No, Angelique, I killed something. I yeah. know I came in. It has got to be blood. It's still, somewhere. It's still 1996, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Angelique. I just I haven't eaten anything since I left hell. And there's just nothing here. Nope. I apologize. I'm starving, and I started acting a little like Joe Pesci there for a minute. Excuse I, I, me. I just I kind of think that like you should have made the most recent Marchand 
just a little crazier. Like, have him put, like, human hands on the robot. Like, he chopped <laughs> off one of his, like, colleague's hand That's and did it that cool. way. Just, just to make the configuration work. Like, I get it then, at least. But, yeah. like, no, nothing. So he's like, let me tell you a story all about how my life did bit up, down, mm-hmm. down. Well, I mean, it certainly was flipped, turned upside down. This, <laughs> yeah. dude, this dude ran into some centibites. Uh, Butterball from Bel Air. <laughs> <laughs> You're right though, Chris. Where the fuck is Butterball? Where the I, what fuck is it fucked up? What? Why are? Why am I the dog? Yeah. That's what you're giving Dude, me instead. That it's a Chatterer sucks. dog, and I, as a Crap. fan, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Chatterer yes. himself. Chatterer is one of the best. Why you isn't know, he back? Chatterer is my favorite. You know why? Uh, Chatterer was once a dead kid. Oh, that's Ooh. fun. Oh. In part two, you remember that from? Oh, part yeah, two yeah. ends with like they all get reverted back to what they were uh-huh. as humans. And it's like, uh, what's her face just kind of turns back into herself. Pinhead turns back into Dud Bradley in his, his, you know, uh, military uniform. And then the fat guy, Butterball, it's just a fat guy and he's just laid out. (laughs) But then it's fucked up. There's this shot of like one of the famous Hellraiser spinning columns and Chatterer's like impaled on it and like spinning around. And at one of the spins, it's like chatterer, chatterer, chatterer. It goes all the way behind. Comes back around, little kid hanging on wow. a fucking post. That kid filled out. Yeah, so it's like a J- <laughs> Jason Voorhees thing, like after your... Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah okay. he, grew, he grew into his adult chatterer body. It's pretty cool. Did you see, speaking of chatterer dog, you see that dumb trivia thing about the dog? What's that? Which They were like, oh, the design of this chatterer dog... Jim is- Henson? <laughs> <laughs> it was supposed to be... A person who, like, in their life before they died was a person who got into a car accident no, with a dog no, what? and became the no. Cenobite dog. Shut the fuck and up. And nowhere in the design yes. of this thing can you tell that at all. It's so like a Resident a Evil dog with chattery teeth. You know yep. what I mean? And a little leather harness. I think and I saw a little metal somewhere. Yeah. Like, give me a break. I need this dog to have a steering wheel for a tail. If that's what you're doing, <laughs> I need that. And I barely see the damn thing. Yes. And then it gets blown up, which is good. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But, like, not much. I'd yeah. prefer my butterball. <laughs> so, Philippe Marchand in 1796 is uh, hired. He's 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 like famous, you know, toy maker. Hired by this fucking weirdo mm-hmm. to build this puzzle box, basically. Which is also, you know, the guy's a good leader of the occult. This, that, and the other thing. Where are these guys getting all these designs from? You know, like yeah. where are you getting the thing? Like, okay, if if I get, I can't personally make this device because. I'm not good with the little clockwork and stuff. Get this toy maker to do it. Right. Bing, bang, boom. We can open hell because, I don't know, it came to I, me in a dream. Well, well, they're all stealing from uh, uh, the original toy maker, the most uh, prominent proficient of them all. F.A.O. Schwartz? Jeffrey Giraffe. <laughs> uh, Jeffrey Giraffe, who worked uh, very early on, even before uh, Marchand. He made boxes yeah. of all sorts, Eric. I'm going to send everyone to hell. <laughs> Hey, kids, don't solve the puzzle box I'm selling this Christmas. I don't want to grow up. I'm a, to- I, well, I'm a dead kid. Now I'm a chatterer. <laughs> I, yeah, was, I, was, I was a Toys R Us kid, but now I'm a dead kid. Now, I'm, now, I'm chattering. now I'm chattering in hell. <laughs> I don't want to grow up. I'm a Santa bite kid. There we go. Uh-huh. But, I mean, can you, can a toy maker just, even with the right specs, no. and not an ounce of, like, child blood or, you know what I mean? Like, some kind of magic stuff, toads. Well, 
toad <laughs> eyes and what have you sure. like well, make this box to your point Steve later when they're when he's asked to make the next version of this yes the the, the spec he draws up is like for you know the the cube itself and inside it swirly magic just <laughs> right, a, a picture dude. of oh swirly magic when in the 90s when we see this this diagram from the yeah. 1700s yeah, yeah, yeah. That this guy's hanging over his fucking cubicle in 1996, <laughs> and it's like this has been in my ha- family for hundreds of years. Sure, and I hang it above my cubicle <laughs> at work, so the janitor could just grab but, it. Right? Seriously. Yeah, it must yeah. be priceless. What? When you some one of your fucking friends be like, dude? Did, you know what Antiques Roadshow is? <laughs> just take, man, you, I think you got a lot of money sitting here. Ooh, this is very desirable. This is from the Marchand collection before, right after he made the uh, Lament Configuration Cube. One of those is very pricey. That's <laughs> one of one. Have you ever heard of Pinhead? <laughs> now, it's very interesting. He uh, actually has pins all over his head. Have you ever seen one of the update ones when it's just like, <laughs> oh, yeah, this Lament Configuration, this diagram, that's worth, uh, yeah, you could get about $10,000 for that. And then it's like, update. Burm, burm, burm. <laughs> 13000 No, it's gone down in value. Oh, the, really? the, the burm, burm, burm yes. is when it goes down in value. And it's like, now it's 8000 And yes. then there's like just a ding when it goes up. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah you know, uh, this, um, this was really uh, sought after in the 1980s. But unfortunately, <laughs> the desire for the occult is down right now. It's, the market is really weak. See, not, not many people want to go to hell directly, you know? Um, it w- there was a time when you could use this and you could call a pin head and chatterer angelique and butterball but these days you can't get your chatterers you can't get your butterballs you can only get a a centibite dog and that's garbage Uh, so we do have to devalue this slightly so he makes the thing and he shows it to his wife like look baby i did it this lady unsupportive of her husband's endeavors it does nothing (laughs) it's just kind of great yeah i mean famous last words lady because this box does everything but you're right, Steve. There's no, it should have been a thing where it's like, all right, I followed all the IKEA instructions here, <laughs> exactly. And now, oh, the last step. Well, it's the little cartoon man from IKEA's instructions. <laughs> What's oh, he's cutting his hand open, <laughs> dripping blood all over the box. Well, I'll take that back to Mister Delil and have him do I, that. Thank you very much. W- w- where am I supposed to find an eye to eye a newt at this? <laughs> how? Where am I supposed to find this shit? You're going to just think of the little Ikea instructions like one virgin. It's like a happy guy or something like that. They don't provide you with the eye of nude. I would hope they would do something like that. I got to go find it myself. It You're going to need a flat surface to put this box together. <laughs> it would be interesting if you needed some type of classic witchcraft element sure. instead of just doing a Rubik's Cube. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. that's all it is, right? By Pierre de Rubik. <laughs> <laughs> the most evil designer of toys. <laughs> He tricked that generation of kids into thinking that a Rubik's Cube was a fun toy. <laughs> Malevolent p- puzzler. <laughs> Secretly tricking people into doing mass. <laughs> so he's like, you know what, wife of mine, you'll see when I'm the fucking most famous toy designer in the world. Eat shit. He goes off to deliver it uh, to uh, Mr. Delil that evening. Uh, and here's this fucking dude powdered wig and all with his creepy assistant. You guessed it. Adam Scott in his first ever movie. Are we having fun yet? <laughs> uh, Excellent. We, we, we are. Hell yeah. It's nice to see him in this. It's, I mean, actually. you kind of wish. I mean, like, I would rather him be the lead. You know what I mean? Because he's Absolutely. just much better. Even oh, like yeah. as yeah. this like 
smarmy. That's the thing. Is this is when like Adam Scott could only play like smarmy kind of characters. Yeah. Well, his his character does survive into 1996 as like a vampire type of thing. Yeah. Pretty cool. Keep it going. Yeah. Also, never explained. Not at why all. Bother? Sure. Hey, yeah. why bother? Mm-hmm. <laughs> They've got the, You see them and this lady, uh, a lady of the night, I would imagine she is. Uh, yep. Uh, she's over and she's like, oh, fuck, which one's going to do what to me? Great. Oh, man, he's got the wig on and everything. Oh, man, old guy, young guy, some weird stepdad shit. God Uh damn it. And you say she hasn't been christened yet? Oh, Uh oh, yeah, yeah, that's a weird line. Because it's like now she'll be a good conduit to be taken over by a demon or whatever. But I feel like she was just doing dirty talk. Like, yeah, 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 no, I haven't even been christened. Uh, Oh, I don't have a family either. (laughs) I haven't been. I haven't washed in days. I'm going to turn 18 soon. Like She's like 31. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. exactly. She's a fucking sex worker. She's going to be telling you what she thinks is turning you on. And to your point, Eric, one way you could... Uh, do a, a, a Hellraiser movie without Pinhead is there are these little notifiers like little things that you know uh, such as the chains with the hooks on them yep. sure, which yeah. is just something that is in all this and this like immediately you get that from yeah. this, big I red guess. flag yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, but she uh, this guy's like oh I'm a magician too and she's like fuck magic oh, guy man. <laughs> you know <laughs> what oh I got a fuck magician that's double <laughs> that's most of them have to pay for it <laughs> do I have to do I have to laugh at the uh, am I supposed to be surprised uh, oh, wow. oh god he's doing tricks but they're also like with jokes oh god it's a magician comedian oh fuck yeah, the amazing Jonathan is going to oh. t- tie this woman down. Oh, I love language jokes. Ooh, fun. <laughs> you know, I haven't. It's, it's uh, 1796 France. I haven't eaten in 12 days. I- I'll make it 13. I'll talk to you guys later. You, you, enjoy, you guys enjoy each other. Look, if you're going to kill me, could you do it now? I prefer <laughs> well, that to whatever this show is going to be. They kind of just do, right? Yeah. Like they snap her neck. Adam well, Scott gets her. Yeah, because it's like they start tying her to a chair. and It's like, oh, what's this for? And Adam Scott, yeah, king of the creep delivery here. He's like, so you don't bruise. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you're going to do bad things to this lady. These scumbags, these rich motherfuckers, you can't even get this lady like properly high before you do this shit. Like, <laughs> knock her out at all. I guess the suffering is the point. Yeah, th- this, yeah old, this weird old pervert and his young, sexy manservant. Can't wait to open the doors of hell to have heterosexual sex. <laughs> That's what these guys have been waiting for. It's going to be great. <laughs> Just thrilled about it. Fantastic. <laughs> well, nobody's fucking this lady, man. They're using it to open a fucking gate to yeah. hell. And- Yet. Well, sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, Give the, whole it five idea, minutes. the whole idea is like, we'll kill this woman and then yeah. use her body yes. as a conduit for a demon to come through. And we are, thank God, all in silhouette, by the way. Uh, this magician... Uh, is sh- instructing Adam Scott in silhouette, like how you fucking flay this body, yeah. carefully pulling the skin off. This is Hellraiser stuff, you know. This was cool. absolutely I mean, uh, in, in a cool and a Hellraiser way. You know, <laughs> yeah. Gross, disgusting. I think if I saw more like, bo- like just like that, like definitely the uh, a, bo- a skinless body, yeah. like walking around, like. That's but they're kind of yeah. cutting it around this. Well, year. That's what's kind of unfortunate, right? Because the first two movies, which I did rewatch in anticipation oh. of this, of course. 
the skinless bodies. Yeah. I mean, oh, it's like yeah. a franchise staple. Phenomenal. The third one has one, too. Yeah. You know, I couldn't believe it. Nary a skinless yeah. body in this and, movie. And you don't got to worry about it no more, man. We've been through the bodies exhibit. <laughs> kids, right? Fucking kids went to see that yeah, shit. You kid, don't got to worry about this nonsense. Kids were having a blast laughing at Chinese dissidents. Dude, I saw <laughs> the funniest thing on Twitter. Somebody was like, imagine... You donate your body to science, and this is what they do with it. And it was a picture of the bodies exhibit, and it was two bodies, and one of them was just railing the other one, <laughs> just and like bent over, yeah. fucking the shit of out course, of it. Of course, of course, you would do that. Like, oh my god! Why would you do? You can fucking see the the bodies. Dick. Uh, I mean, oh, it was yeah, it yeah, was yeah. truly and something. You got you got to know that those those like creeps that curate this stuff, oh, like that sure. carry around them, they're Look. touching those. They're having, uh, those bodies have been worked over. Look, <laughs> Look, am I sad that we allowed John Waters to guest curate this bodies exhibit <laughs> in Baltimore? You know, they, maybe they, a little bit, but they, not a lot. They took that skin off because it got so bruised and, and stuff. You know, like yeah. originally they were probably just supposed to be regular people, dead people. Oh yeah. But then, you know, they didn't the, tie to the chair properly. <laughs> that's the problem. Oh, God, bruise. All right, but take the skins off. They, the one thing you're missing, Andrew, is uh, Le Marchand comes over. He's like, hey, like a, like a, like a late night Grubhub guy. It's yep. like one in the morning. And he's like, hey, dude, here's your, now, here's your, here's your box. Well, here's your coins. Now, thank you for bringing that up because fucking bad move on Dalil and Adam Scott right here. Because, Jacques. Oh, Jacques, you're right. Yeah. Because... Uh, you know, if you're going to be doing a thing where you're killing a, a woman yeah. and flaying her and doing this whole spell and whatnot, hmm. yeah, think about closing them curtains. That's the thing. <laughs> what are we doing? This toy maker is standing outside these windows like John Belushi well, and Animal yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They check their Demonos delivery tracker <laughs> and see that their limit configuration is on the way. Oh, no, I forgot to get Demonos possession insurance. Now the spell is wasted and I've lost 30 bucks. Oh, crap. I missed five goddamn texts from my Demon Dash guy. <laughs> He said they're out of a special dark Hershey's. <laughs> um, I love all. I love Demonos. Yeah, I love yeah. Demon Dash. It's all great. I like, yeah. I, oh, 30 minutes or my soul is free. <laughs> oh, look at this. Ramos is preparing your soul. <laughs> um, oh, wait. Oh, he's canceling the order. Really? He's what? just driving my soul around the block. Look and around this. the block. Now it's right down cold. front of the house. <laughs> now you're going around that. You were right there. All right. You forced me. Now I must use Uber Evil Eats. <laughs> I but I, I do your point, Andrew. He, he like he gets the money and he's like, oh, what a nice guy! And he kind of like walks by and then like he's like, oh, really nice house. Whatever. Oh wait, oh they're skinning a lady alive. Wait oh, a second, <laughs> they're peeling skin off her back. Can you give me at least an extra coin for having to see that? <laughs> I mean, also the other thing is, I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I thought I was watching a thrilling horror picture. How about they see that guy and murder him? That'd be nice. Because it doesn't matter if he lives, because it's all about the yeah. bloodline. And like, true, true. his wife is pregnant because she's doing a whole like, yeah. oh, don't you want to stay home with the yeah. two of us? And yes. he's like, no, I got a demon dash. Get off me. <laughs> You're got to go out in the middle of this fucking rainstorm. <laughs> I'm a fucking toy maker. It's part of the gig economy. <laughs> Deliver this box. <laughs> Your lament configuration is uh, very close. Be sure everyone's wearing a mask so everyone's safe. <laughs> Notify if you want it to be dropped off somewhere. <laughs> you uh, still putting a mask on when you get delivery? 
I try to. Oh, I'm definitely doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I get it dropped off and then they notify me by text and I go, like, get the fuck away from the door. And I don't get delivery. Ah, uh, there you go. So yeah, it's DiGiorno all in. That's all right. That's right. It's DiGiorno. <laughs> or Tombstone pizza. <laughs> tombstone. That's there classic. You what do you want on your tombstone? Pepperoni and cheese. <laughs> it is done. <laughs> That's a classic commercial for kids out there. Look up the Tombstone pizza yeah. commercials, which all involved capital punishment for some reason. <laughs> well, doesn't uh, Paul Demon's own make their own? Now? <laughs> they make pizza too, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And every uh, sale, a portion of the proceeds goes to little demons in need. Actually, Papa John's is the most evil, right? Because remember when he was having that breakdown and he's like sweating and he's just like, "There will be a reckoning." <laughs> yeah, yes. I mean, you don't need to change Papa John's. It's just yeah. pa- you. Oh, yeah, we're cool with Papa John Schlatter. <laughs> oh my God, even Cenobites wouldn't be in board meetings using that word. <laughs> I mean, he just gets sweaty. That's just that. That's nothing special. He looks like well, that all the time. Because well, that whole thing, the basis of that was he was going to pull a Morgan Spurlock and eat. 30 of his pizzas in a month or something Jesus like that. Christ, that's a terrible oh idea. That's a fucking suicide <laughs> Yeah, just to kill yourself. If that's what you're lo- looking to do, which it seems like it is, Jesus. He's more salt than man now. <laughs> uh, but so like, he's like, well, that didn't look right. He goes to his buddy. And yeah, it, this this other doctor guy. In typical Law and Order-esque fashion. is like, hey, man, you want... I just have some questions for you about this crazy thing. Yeah, sure. I'm just doing an autopsy. What's going on? <laughs> it's like, right. you know, we killed God. <laughs> so good. It's, it's good like line. the age of enlightenment. It's like, yeah, whatever. You know, God ain't shit no more. I say as I remove this man's eyes. Pass me those corpse scissors. Thank like, you. Like Science is triumphant. <laughs> Like, hey man, can we just meet for coffee when you're done and yep. you've washed your hands? I will wait outside to yeah. have this conversation. Exactly. <laughs> oh, uh, but no, he's like, well, and it's kind of an amazing thing. He's like, well, if you believe in the devil or whatever, that's crazy. What you should do is just, I don't know, make a do the do a switcheroo on him. Where well, it's it's a fucking stupid thing where he's like, well, uh, you built this box that can open the gateways to hell. So by logic. You could build a device that closes it. And I was like, well, what he's not telling you is he was just following a fucking paint by numbers sheet with all the instructions. <laughs> he didn't invent anything. No. Exactly. No. So now he's just like, yeah, I'll do the heaven box. <laughs> <laughs> and you see, uh, here's uh, this, I, I went to engineering school. This is a swirly <laughs> and a circle swirly and a dash. Just it's like it's like a, a producer. Well, the magic will come in later. That's like, we'll do we'll do we'll do with the magic. You just have to imagine that there's magic inside the box, which we'll we'll obviously get that later. That's fine. It's the last part of it. It's always the last part of it. <laughs> we do that in post. We do the magic in post. Yes, Guys, come on, just please bear with me here. Follow along. We get paid to use our imaginations. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. One part of the art design in this whole French era thing that I kind of like is there's just like suburban house doors painted gold. To make them look uh, like a like a like a French palatial. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of funny. Yeah, there uh, there was a whole thing where Angelique had like a court of like evil clowns and cenobites that were going around clowns? doing. All- yeah, I guess so. They were like killing people and like stuff. mimes. That'd be killer cool. yeah, like, clowns. Like, oh. Yeah, killer clowns from, from French. Not, from France. From France. <laughs> that's ooh. It's even scarier. Very very interesting. But that. like, I, it, that's a. Again, like if you don't go to space at all and we just stay even I, all in France, but obviously you have to keep it somewhere in the present. 
France and present, you've got an okay Hellraiser yes, movie here. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, it would be just as serviceable as all the rest of the sequels, <laughs> well, honestly. Well, look and, at look at Prey's success this year, right? Yeah, right. Great, great movie. Drop the, drop Cenobites all over time. Let's check that's that out. That's the move. I think that's cool. I will say the difference, though, and why Prey is really smart in the way that it's set up and right. in the community that the Predator falls into there is because you're just kind of outside. And, that's true. You know, 1600s outside, you know, in a forest. You yeah. can fake that on the cheap. I yeah, think yeah, having yeah. a whole movie set in 18th century France. Little on the... On Here's the more expensive that's side. fair. It's Robert E. Lee, right? He's no. writing home, <laughs> dearest mother, this war rages on. Sure. Thank you for your care package of mm-hmm. this fun toy box that I get to play with. <laughs> that's, that's right. Cenobites fucking up the Confederates. Ooh, that'd that'd that I'd And you, that's actually cheap to make. You just get a couple of those guys that do that's the... Uh, reenactments. Exactly. Yeah. They they jump at the chance to I, be in it. I will enjoy my uh, configuration while <laughs> I chew on some of your candied tree box that you you make every summer and I love so much. Yes, this new nation of ours will surely rise. Now I am off to solve this puzzle yeah, box. I've, I've studied the cotton gin, the ironclad, and now the puzzle box. On to have a, a, a delicious dinner of salted grass and bowl. Uh, last night, mother, thank you for your puzzle box. I met a proud white man that promised to show me wonderful things, spe- spectacular things. Oh, and mother, let me tell you, he was the whitest man I have ever met. Hey, you can even like have one of those Confederate monuments have Pinhead come out of it or something. <laughs> oh, that's what we should do. Yes. Go around all the surviving do. Confederate monuments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just yeah. do a little facelift on them fuckers. Make them a bunch of Cenobite monuments. That'd be great. Where, is there a really fat general for, <laughs> for Butterball? Oh, there had to have been. It's like when Beauregard the Butterball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The horse is about to break <laughs> under it. Well, it's like, you know, when the Simpsons put the Marge wig on the Jimmy Carter statue. Yeah, it's just yeah. that. It works. I yeah. mean, also to make a fucking statue of Pinhead, all you need is a fucking hammer and some nails, dude. You're good to go. Yeah, yeah fix true. that right quick. Mm-hmm. Admiral uh, William Chatterer. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's easy enough. Yeah, he's part of the I, Confederate uh, Navy. Oh, oh, maybe that's part of it, right? The Cenobite's like, okay, we'll help you in the war in exchange for you sign off all, you sign away all their souls of yeah. the people you've you know, can't you? Know. Mother, yeah. this white man must be uh, of the wardrobe. He he puts the pins of the of the clothing all over his face. <laughs> I wonder if he can mend my clothing, mother. <laughs> so this dude that suggests he, you know, uh, ah, just make a box to heaven. How? What I got to do? <laughs> fucking draw it for you? That guy? Yes, yes. thank you. Uh, he's like, you just got to go get that box and reverse engineer it or whatever. So this dude sneaks back into the house. House, and this is like you know Angelique's been really fucking nailing Adam Scott like she's fucking him the old guy's got barbed wire on his throat like a fucking ECW match <laughs> one of the biggest crimes of this movie is us not seeing this old man get fucking ripped Thank up you. I, yes. I need to see this shit I'm sorry like, I, I know this movie's c- at like 84 minutes you could, I you could find the time up that baby up to 95. I can take it. Yep. But like two minutes ago, he was like so commanding of this demon presence. Like Ugh. he who comm- he, he who summons the magic commands the magic. That's right. Yeah. And then he's. Then but he, you then have the- to assume that Adam Scott does a trick on him. But right. you don't see. Oh, you don't you see. Sure don't. I mean, there's a line of like, oh, if you get in the way, they get in hell's way, then it'll turn on you. 
But what the fuck oh, happened? Oh, oh. <laughs> Great question. Whoever, whoever summons the magic controls the magic unless you can't get your dick hard. <laughs> that and is right. He who smelt the magic dealt the magic. <laughs> And she's like railing Adam Scott. She's got like something around his neck. It's like just, and again, for a fucking Hellraiser movie, can we see the sex scene? Sex please? scene. Yep. Yes. It's please. mandatory. Thank you. And no, also it's more artful through the doorway where you can barely see like half a back. And then I'm just like scratching my, didn't this start in fucking outer space? <laughs> <laughs> well, see, it is the problem of watching a bunch of these movies in short succession. Like I did. Cause I was about to say, don't you get some fucking, but yeah. that is uh, in the second movie. There, yes. There's a really nice little sex scene there going on. But, but also, if you're a Le Marchand and you fucking have been demon dashing for this dude at midnight and stuff, wouldn't you be like, you know, these guys, if I'm going to sneak into their house, I'm not going to do it at late at night. You know, show up at like 9 a.m. These dudes <laughs> yep. are going to be sleeping for a while. Yeah. Passed out, totally hung over, cum drunk, mm-hmm. throats cut, whatever. <laughs> I mean, uh, also, you know, maybe this is just me. If I had seen how Angelique had gotten made, I literally watching how the sausage gets made yeah. in a way. Like, I, I, I'm not sure I'd be able to get hard for this. <laughs> I, I think I'd have a little problem. Like, I literally watched a skin suit get filled with demon meat. Sure. Yeah. That's how this happened. Yeah, not, not pretty uh, gross. Not too titillating. <laughs> pretty gross. Not for me. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets caught because like the old dude wakes up and he starts like making some noise or whatever. And then Angelique, right? I'm remembering this yes, right, catches yes. this dude. And it's basically just like like the the thing that's stupid about the storyline, such as they are, is like when they have fulfilled their narrative need, like it just totally cuts off and goes back to our stupid uh, space uh, structure device here. And this is basically it where it's just like this dude gets caught by her and then fucking space. Paul is like, (laughs) yeah, so that guy died, but uh, the bloodline lived on and it speaks through the ages and blah, blah, blah. Something, something, you have such very pliant fingers. Oh, pliant fingers. Yeah. You know what that means? Multiple times. What what does that mean? Get in there, dude. Oh, really? Gets in there. I, I thought that meant she was going to cough his fingers and shove them in his mouth and yeah. like, or something. Like I thought it was going to be Hellraiser movie, baby. particularly mm. violent, but it doesn't really happen. The one thing we can't miss, though, is she says very specifically, I am yours to control unless you get in uh, hell's way. Hell's way. Yes. Which, so, I mean, that's so fucking vague. So that's yes. like, I don't know if the two of them woke up at the same time in the morning and we're both heading for the fucking bathroom and that dude got yeah. in before yeah. she did. Is that getting well, in hell's way? Well, this, the, the Cenobite lawyer ballpoint was on this <laughs> and he really, he did a number here. He really opened a door. See, ballpoint was such a rip-off, dude, because he was just chatterer. They just made the pen clicking noise. <laughs> they put like a pair of glasses on it that like really does keep sliding off. I would oh, they be... just made chatterer a nerd? <laughs> yeah. This is why communication is so important in relationships. I'd be like, babe, Totally, you're my sex slave forever. By the way, you're just going to be picking me for 300 years because that's all Adam Scott's getting into. Oh, yeah. And that's awesome. If I ever even kind of get in hell's way, would you mind telling me? Would oh, you yeah, mind yeah, just yeah. be like, hey, but- yep. well, you know, she's just like, uh, what do you feel? What, how do you think about Italian tonight? <laughs> well, you know, I'm not really feeling. Maybe, you know, French, get back in the. Oh, really? <laughs> well, now, I just talked to the devil, and you know what he thought tonight might be good for? Spaghetti. <laughs> so you're dead. Oh, you wanted to watch that new Maya Hawk movie on Netflix, but I wanted to watch four house hunters in a row. You've got it in hell's way tonight, sir. 
Oh my goodness gracious, I cannot believe my ears. You watched the season finale of Better Call Saul without me and then pretended you hadn't seen it. But then when one part was coming up that was pretty nail-biting, you said, oh, and I said, did you see this? And you said, what? Now you have gotten in hell's way. Angelique and Adam Scott are looking for a pauper's grave that would fit his body perfectly. Uh, well, we jump ahead to the 90s. It's the now, 90s, right? yeah. Sure. You do see... Go, uh, go, 90s. Adam Scott... We, we meet uh, the new merchant who is an architect because it's the 90s and everyone's an architect. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Art Vandalin. <laughs> um, and this gave is, up this the is... importing, exporting, and now he's focusing on the architecture. Excellent. Yeah. And he's, uh, uh, this is the wig factory one. This is the dude in 96. The wig looks the worst. He's got like, it's a copper colored. It's so bad looking. You know what it looks like actually is fucking the hair color. That they're giving Mike Dexter and them Twilight movies. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Oh, yeah, yeah, It's yeah. probably like a Val Kilmer stunt wig that they had <laughs> lying around. It looks like the top of a Duracell battery. <laughs> they are paying off something that happens in the third movie, which I totally forgot. Remember the last shot of the third movie is that... The building. The building. Yeah. I can't believe they brought the building yeah. into this. I'm glad. Well, I mean, you it's have something. to. Yeah, but like... Then it's got to be more about the building. It should be Hell all Razor about building the building. Is a movie. Well, because here's the thing: the hell, hell building, hell building, oh, done hell building. I, I think actually there might already be a hell building. I'm oh, sure there damn is. it! Uh, oh no, I'm actually thinking of Terror on the Thirteenth Floor with there James we Brolin. We're it's go. A, we're there? a go for hell building. <laughs> was there like an X Files about a building that was like a little ominous? There's a there's an episode where there's a building that's like got a high tech security system. Yeah, 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 that building's yeah, like yeah, alive. Really right, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's by be, elevator. A hell building. Thing. It would be fun. It would be so easy to do. You could like cold open. You got the old lady in her apartment getting something ready. Sure. And she gets fucking eaten or whatever. Well, what, the, what the they're saying. You signed your lease. It's, it's more than two years, madam. It's forever. Yeah, do you mind uh, signing in blood? We'll waive the broker's fee. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'd sign in blood if you could waive the broker's yeah, fee. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Um, no, but like what they're what they're doing with that building is what they wind up doing with the space station. And yes. this more than anything is like cut space out of it because yes. clearly what's going on here is like he because the whole thing is like and Pinhead says this later, the box itself yeah. was like a, like an example, a proof of concept mm-hmm. of the bigger gateway. Sure. And his whole goal in this movie is to have the big gateway finished so that it can stay open. As it is, they have to all kind of like squeeze ass to ankles through the puzzle box, I guess is the idea. So he's he's been saying like, oh, my ancestors, all these plans trying to just, and like you can see the way that he's designed all the shit in the lobby of the building. Like, oh, that's the big lament configuration. Yes. And of course, when you look at the spaceship at the or the station yes. in the start of the movie, I was like, well, that's going to turn into a giant cube at the end of it. Like, you can't fucking well, not see that. So like, again. Cut space out, have hell building, do its thing. I mean, if you ever, like, if when you see the space station, like, if you've ever done, like, I forget what you would call it, at, like, high schools called it different things, but, like, where you would learn, like, marketing, drawing, and stuff like that, like, architect, like, early architecture stuff. Sure. Uh-huh. Like, concepts like that. It is very easily just that, like, the drawing you would see of how you make a box. Yes. Yep. Like, it's just it very obvious. If you'd like to like draw, bo- test your art skill, draw <laughs> a box, a turtle, or Keith or Sutherland, and mail it in. Oh, you drew Keith or Sutherland so well, you summoned the devil himself. <laughs> oh, my God, I've never seen someone take a square and turn it into a 3D cube <laughs> with such precision. 
Oh, that S looks really sharp. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he's like having like weird nightmares that his wife is like, hey, man, why don't you uh, why don't you talk to somebody about that, dude? Yeah, totally. Or maybe, you know what? Try getting laid because you're fucking married to the lady from Nightmare on Elm Street, too. And now we're talking. Hey, I would call her a dime store Netto tool. But yes. Uh, yeah. Kim Myers is a dime store Netto tool. And you know what, Steve? Sometimes it's OK to find a sale. <laughs> 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 Sometimes we can only afford the dime store. <laughs> yeah, that's there. true. But I, I just I have irrationally had a crush on this woman since I was like twelve years old. It was driving it me nuts what sense. she was, and I was like, "Oh, it's her." But yeah. she needs more in this movie. Yep, yep. What oh, the yeah. fuck is she even doing in this movie? They might as well not even be in it. Exactly. Her, her and the kid. Yeah, the kid functions as, as bait. It's yeah, and bait that's a cool enough idea. Again, the kid, you know, kid. Pinhead's getting into your family. The last thing you want, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. but again, we got to fucking deal with River and fucking this, <laughs> the 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 amount everybody loses because the end of this movie turns into like Hellraiser slash Alien, like where you're doing a bunch of kills on a space station. Yeah, but they have to happen so quickly. They're yeah. all within like seven minutes of one it's another. It's nuts. Um, <laughs> but so then, yeah, like uh, he wakes up. Then we see Angelique in France with Dingy Adam Scott, who's Man immortal and who now looks and, like an anime villain he's got this fucking stringy long hair well you know what i was saying though because like they cut to you when you're introduced to him they are fucking i think again and he definitely has antonio banderas in desperado hair yeah a yeah, little yeah, bit yeah, 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 so yeah, when yeah. you see that worked into a sex scene i was like wait what happened to the movie has desperado <laughs> oh, oh yeah, you should take inspiration from desperado fantastic sex scene <laughs> oh my god oh my god One of the best wondrous stuff oh yeah uh but he's she's like i would like to go to america and he's like Psh. america sucks and she's like <laughs> oh you've gotten in hell's way like oh fuck god man damn it I the mean, one mis- I say no once in 200 years. Yeah, I mean, listen, your demon wife wants to go on vacation <laughs> once every few hundred years. Let her go on vacation. Totally, exactly. Go with her. And if I'm dancing around <laughs> hell's path, yeah. give me, yeah. even Tell that me I should know about. Gotta let me know. Dude. I just, just because I, 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 you know, I can, I can stop myself. Babe, I'm not a mind reader. I don't know when I'm in hell's <laughs> way or not. Yeah. So, yeah, we get that whole like hell wants to go to America. <laughs> Cut to the World Trade Center. Well, she murders Adam Scott. Yes, she's like yes, doing with weird the fingers. Face, yeah, fingers yeah, yeah. in the face. She has like a demon hand all of a sudden. And she's like poking at his face. Well, and it pulls gross, his intestines out. We get like a couple of scratches. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, you know, he's into that. That's not. But she keeps saying you like it but rough. She yeah. starts, he starts getting all this like marmalade on his face. Yeah. It's, well, and it's she bites scary. a chunk out of his cheek. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. she's like kissing him and shit. And then it's like, nom, nom, nom. And then she sticks the finger yeah, in the hole. What, what I love bad. about all this stuff is like, yeah, she bites a chunk out of his cheek and now his cheek is bigger because <laughs> yes. of the effects. Uh-huh. Like we can't have Tom Savini working in every, every horror movie. Uh, yeah. man, right? I know he's busy. He, he, this is beneath him. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so he's dead. Yeah. yeah. Cue the World Trade Center. Another lament configuration. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about hell building, man. Bunch of magic in there. Our coppered haired hero. <laughs> Is at the Toy Awards of some kind. Yeah. Am I right? It's I like Architect like Awards. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, yeah. It was the Toy Awards. <laughs> no, he's no longer a toy maker. Now he's right, an architect because right. he's got to build Hell Building. Right. And right, right. she and Angelique is there, and he becomes too horny to even give his speech. He's like, you know, it's uh, every. Oh my God! Everyone was so important <laughs> to do this. Everyone was really good. And uh, thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye. So I gotta go. Because he was just like, oh, you know. 
Leonardo da Vinci once said. <laughs> oh my God, is that a devil lady? I gotta go. Uh-huh. If anyone's curious what's happening to me right now, have you ever seen the end of Police Academy? <laughs> you know, I was sitting with Frank Geary once and he said, pants. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, so Leonardo da Vinci once a titty fuck. Uh, I mean, uh, I have to, I have to go. I have to go now. I'm sorry, I yelled titty fuck. I apologize. I have to go. The absolute best part about this is he may as well yell titty fuck and run off that stage. It's, I mean, it's a terrible fucking speech, and then you just hear someone in the crowd go, "That was a great speech." Like someone yells it out. Did he come in his pants? <laughs> did hey, did you notice that? It looked like he came in his pants. Oh, must, maybe it's just me. I never saw someone I wasn't fucking have an <laughs> orgasm. <laughs> oh, that's a twitch. Standing up. That's weird to see. But him and his wife uh, go in a limousine. Limousine and- to this architectural awards dinner, by mm. the way. Wow. You're paying for it. You know, you, you, you'll treat mm. yourself right. The True. Problem, you, they probably even got a hotel in the city, I bet. You know, like oh, really treat themselves. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, also they're living in an uh, insane, like nonsense apartment. I don't even know. This, this apartment thing. is the limit configuration. The angles yeah. on this I thing. think you have to take the interstellar ship to get to this fucking apartment. <laughs> oh, shit, man. I'm in that big case of pinheads. Come get me. Hey, Bill Irwin, Robot, can you tell me what the temperature is inside this apartment? Oh shit, man! Of tar course. or whatever. Yes, now I'm thinking about fucking pinhead blowing up tars or whatever <laughs> tars or whatever that thing was. Oh man, I didn't know this whole space station was just a trap for that damn that damn 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 pinhead there. Ah oh, crap, man! I only got pinhead chasing after me, man. I got Matt Damon on this ice planet fucking around or whatever. God damn it! Oh my god, I missed pinhead growing up. Oh, I have such delicious sights to show. I'm sorry, I'm so old. At this point. Me and Jessica Chastain are so old. Oh, butterball! I'm sorry I let you become Casey Affleck. These Cenobites? No, never mind. Uh, uh, but so, and he, so the guy from Seinfeld who plays his neighbor with the Phil, bird, Phil, uh, uh, yes. whatever this actor is, a, a portly gentleman. And you know, it's always a thing when an incredibly sexy lady comes up to you and propositions you for sex out of nowhere. Which, which is you hilarious. gotta start. You gotta ask yourself a couple questions. One, what do you look like? Two. <laughs> What does she look like? Three, what do the people you usually have sex with look like? Four, what do you need to do ordinarily in order to have sex? And, yeah, and this meat cute is just like she bumps into him and drops stuff mm-hmm. like on purpose and goes, idiot! <laughs> That's his kink, dude. And yeah, fucking it. yell at me. And yeah. then she's like, I want to fuck you in the basement. And he's like, well, that sounds like a great idea. She literally says, I have such sights to show uh, you. Exactly. Like, hey, Phil. You should have seen those last movies, man. And That's it's trouble. So ironic to have this fat guy who spent his life eating devil dogs now <laughs> eaten by a devil dog. Because yeah, it's a well, yeah, because uh... he hears that and he's like, "Well, I'm the stupidest person on earth. <laughs> of course, I will go and do this." Dude, you go. Someone again, incredibly sexy lady, way out of your league, way out of everything. Not even like you. Have, you approach her at a bar and you're talking her up. You're making some jokes. No, she's like, I want to fuck you right now in the basement. Best case scenario, you're getting brutally assaulted. Yeah, Best yep. case scenario. That's mm-hmm. positive. That's it. You're looking on the bright side of life. Yes. That's four. What do people you have sex with normally look like? And then five, does this bar have an ATM? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and she, do you uh, want to take a personal check by any chance? <laughs> uh, 
I owe you. She uh, is like, you know, it'd be really sexy, dude, if you solve this fucking Rubik's Cube for me. And he's like, okay, lady, whatever wow. you say, sexy and a nerd. Oh, man, yeah. this is the best kind of sex I've ever had. <laughs> I get to play with a puzzle and then you just do stuff behind me while I don't look. Uh, yeah, I think I almost got it. You uh, you looking sexy back there or what? He takes his shirt off, right? Or yes, he, he definitely does. takes yeah. his shirt off. You turn to me. Solve a Rubik's Cube, this, man. This is how they have sex in France. You got to do their puzzles <laughs> first. You're turning me into the corpses, baby? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Phil. I'm turning you into the corpses. And then the, the door is open. But, oh, by the way, she gets the limit, the limit cube. She punches into a the random building. wall in the basement, and it just has it there, which either A, she's got a supernatural sense for where it is, yes. or B, there's like hundreds of, they're used for insulation here. <laughs> yeah, at the end of the third one, they put it in the cement, I think. Oh, they do? Okay. I'm trying to remember now. Is the third one the one with the column, and it's like the art yes. gallery? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, because it does have the big concrete yes. column at the yes. end of it, and Pinhead and all them do get stuck in it, but I don't know I that, think, I mean, I guess because I it's, it's a Hellraiser building, she yes, just knows no, where it is. I I she think, just has mental well, power. Pinhead texted me, and he told <laughs> me where to find it. I'm sure she's attracted to the energy of the toy from oh, France. Or sure. Whatever. Joe Flaherty wrote her a letter, delivered a letter <laughs> from the Old West. Are you Angelique the Cenobite? I got something for you. <laughs> I have a letter here from a man named Butterball. <laughs> you know, we're down at the office. We're all taking bets that you didn't have sites to show us. Well, it's uh, no instructions here. Looks like Butterball's left you a hundred-year-old grocery list. <laughs> My God. Pinhead's alive and he's in lower Manhattan. <laughs> he's part of a column, but he's alive. <laughs> Kid, do you need any help? There's only one fucking Cenobite that can help me. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, seeing you do that from across the room is terrifying. Cheap. Yeah, it's, it's, it's spectacular. Dude. I'm going to get scary. <laughs> Uh, but so this dude gets ripped by the tits right into this. Yeah. It's like oh, a, yeah. it's a weird, like the door opens, I guess it's like a wall just opening big white light dude. Poor Phil gets the fish hooks but, in his titties and they pull him through. Classically Ooh. speaking, not what you expect to see when you're going to hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> big bright light, but Hey, sure. you know, that, that hell dog is waiting for it. it, uh, it sure. It's assumed that the hell dog gets him behind the wall. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Pinhead walks out way too fast for him to be doing the deed. No, yes. but this uh, is the pinhead entrance clocked it, by the way, 36 minutes, which I have to say, that's too long of a wait for well, pinhead to be due because you see him yes. briefly at the beginning. But this is where he starts. And Doug Bradley, I have to say, I've literally I don't think seen him in anything but Hellraiser yeah. movies. Maybe he's <laughs> popped up in something else and I, I haven't noticed it. But like this, I feel this movie, he's really getting to talk a blues. Yes. Streak, and he's a good actor. Yeah, he's fun. He, he does a really good job of doing it. You know what I mean? And I think that that's. It's what holds this movie together with Scott. He's the scotch tape holding this movie together. Absolutely. And like, again, I, to Eric's point, I don't even need him 35 minutes in if the movie's better. But yeah, if, yeah. if the movie's this bad, you might as well get him in there. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Uh, and there's even this, cut back to him just waiting. They're <laughs> just checking his <laughs> pin watch. Their antagonism isn't really well defined. Sure isn't. Like, I don't know. Like, they don't like each other. And then later in the movie, she's just one of his Cenobites. And that's. It's so weird because he's also just like, oh, princess. Yeah. Like she's the devil the princess. princess. Yeah, sure. And he's like, oh, 
Hell has gotten so much more ordered now than you are accustomed to. Yes, there's a Starbucks drive through <laughs> on every block. <laughs> this is not a room. It's a holocaust waiting to you, erase itself. You know what, Pinhead? Maybe back off. <laughs> yep. All right, motherfucker. Damn. Yeah, we know that technically the word means great fire. Sure. Okay, uh, but yeah, Pinhead, yeah. you should know, man. You know, you missed it by like 30 years. You were wrapped up in hell at this point. <laughs> but... Something happened, dude, and they started calling it the Holocaust. And now it's kind of yeah. what everybody thinks when you hear that you, word. You see me pissing on your suffering enjoyment? Huh? You see me doing that? No. Oh, fantastic. Now please provide me with a list of all the words <laughs> old Pinhead can't say anymore. Uh, dude, seven new words you can't say on television, Pinhead. Nope. <laughs> I was just singing along to the Ice Cube song. Oh. <laughs> Apparently, one of the words you can't say, at least to him, is uh, pain. Yes, he's like, that's our word. How dare you use the P word in front of me? He gets real nasty about that. But yeah, they have this like back and forth, and like she's like, oh, yeah, you're pinhead, huh? Or whatever. And how, like, I mean, how does she not have? Because the way you fix this is you give the Anjali character. A tiny ass little monologue that's like when I was the ruler of hell and blah blah blah. But like mm. you don't know anything about this fucking demon that oh, was raised. Princess, you missed it. Industrial music was invented and hell has changed. <laughs> KMFDM rules down there and up here. We are rocking. 24 by 7. <laughs> I just love the idea that everything that's hell is is like what freaked out the squares in 1989. Yes, yeah. exactly 1989. <laughs> it's, but yeah, I mean, it's it just, it's so vague and like yeah. that, that should be a big part of this movie because again, like he becomes against her. Like she's like, oh, you think temptation is going to, and this is a cool dichotomy. It's like, sure. You think temptation is going to get the job done. Pain and suffering only. And like, yeah. You know, they they should have a race and see, like, you know, like, yeah, I will bet you one dollar, Randolph. A, a, mon, a montage? <laughs> yes. You know? And there's like, she's like fucking people or whatever. And he's like, you know, gripping up fat guys. And <laughs> it's like, oh, we'll see who let the devil likes more. <laughs> a power struggle movie would be interesting. Yeah, yeah. Luck, and that montage, luck be a dude. lady tonight, please. <laughs> well, I was going to say either Luck be a lady tonight or the Harlem Globetrotters theme song. That's one or the other. Yeah, very nice. Really great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's just maybe Finn takes a head between the legs, kind of a thing. Totally, yeah. And then they cut back to Angelique. She's fucking some dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. Why are you only fucking generals? <laughs> <laughs> because they are the easiest to defeat. But you know, and so she decides to. How does she meet? Uh, oh, she goes to she goes to the office pretending that she's an architecture. That's client. right, and she's like, "You know who I am." Like, oh my god, you're the lady for my dreams. My wig's gonna fall off. Oh man, I've had so many wet dreams. Do you crazy? And this is where he shows off the the uh, diagram from thousands of years ago <laughs> in his office in his shitty office. Yeah, I've been uh, trying to get all this silly bullshit to work, and uh, <laughs> it just hasn't come together. Kinda, I don't know, you know how. I got the walls, but that silly string in the cartoon <laughs> in the middle, still working on that one. I can't figure out just how to make this look like a screensaver. <laughs> I cannot crack it. 
Uh, well, he has a big thing here. He's like, he, they attempt to do some kind of horseshit explanation of what this is. He's like, oh, have you ever seen this before, Hal Demon? Perpetual light. Uh-huh. This is what I'm working on. And he Whoa. just starts clickety clacking this yes. computer program. Like, oh, look, light trapped and it's powered by its own reflections. And I was like, dude, what? it sounds okay. to me like when they tried to describe like, the cold fusion energy source in the in the saint. Oh yeah, right. when yes, you're yeah. hearing that science babble and you're like, that doesn't make any but, sense. It's the same thing in this movie. I, I would have been happier again. Just a, even a still of Butterball. <laughs> just cut to a still of Butterball. That, that's fine. You. I will take that as well. Like just <sighs> anything. Is he like out of these? Shit. Is he out of these movies now? I think he comes I think back. He does come, he does back, come back eventually. Maybe in Inferno. Well, you got to make room for CD guy. I think this movie's the only one where the twins get some play. Oh, in- twins are fantastic. I guess that's a highlight here. <laughs> in late 1995, Butterball went out for another midnight snack. He wanted to go say hello to his boyfriend, but then he's never been seen again. He left his glasses behind. <laughs> And we've always wondered what happened. Then you're watching this Unsolved Mysteries segment on the Cenobites, but it's just reenactment footage that somehow looks better than Hellraiser movies. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't dig much. Um, But so she's like, ooh, I'll be in touch with you. And then later that night, he's sleeping again, making sure that wig is staying on. And he gets a call, and his wife is there, and he does the, like, hello? Hey. Oh, uh, yeah, I'll get you that report later, (laughs) sir. Talk to you soon. (laughs) Click. And he's like, man, those guys in Japan just don't know what time it is, man. (laughs) Uh, And you know what's so stupid, too, is this because they they show uh, Kim Myers like she rolls over, you know, and is looking like, who is he fucking? And like the movie, like, what are you even bothering for that shit for? You're not going to set anything up with that. Nothing's built up with that possibility. Nope. Nope. It's never mentioned again. I'm not even sure that they fuck because he goes to see her and then the movie cuts to... to I don't think there's any sexual intercourse here. Yeah, okay. Because he goes to see her and then she's like, oh, maybe you could help me out. And then Pinhead is just like, this is taking too long. (laughs) He's in the test audiences. I'm going to fill out this comment card and I'm going to fill it the fuck out. Angelique, have you seen these cards? They mostly (laughs) mention you. (laughs) You're not working out. I put an awful lot of twos down. <laughs> uh, but he's like, oh, what will... I, I think he's talking to the dog. You know what I he mean? He's talking to the dog. <laughs> <at one laughs> <point>. <laughs> so funny. Which I need a shot. I mean, fuck them for not having this. Pinhead on whatever weird industrial music themed throne he's on. <laughs> sure. Right? And then the dog like by his side. And he's petting it. And mm-hmm. it's gross. Sure. But would that be... Would doing kindness to the dog be out of character mm. for him. Oh, he just like hitting the dog or something. Well, no, then the dog bites his hand and he's like, excellent. <laughs> he, tur- <laughs> he, he turns up the Lords of Acid. Because so, that's what the dog really likes is the music. But uh, the movie cuts from that phone call scene directly yeah. to these two twin security this, guards. Yes. These security guards, by the way, twin security guards seen it done better already uh-huh. in Terminator 2. Absolutely. Oh, big time. But this, this thing of like, they're checking like all the doors and what he's like, well, there's not supposed to be a door here. It's not on the chart. They have a door chart. Yes. <laughs> a chart of where all the, the doors, doors are. Yeah. They to, and they have to make sure the doors are there. And now we have one <laughs> extra one. That's it. That's their job. All right, guys. You know, no, no, intruders, whatever. Just count all the doors every night. 
Well, we're off by one. Guess we'll start over. Go back down to the lobby. Start counting doors. I don't understand what they're supposed to be doing here. Is this like the nightly check and they've got the floor plan? I guess they literally so. have to open every office door. Yeah. I guess that's what this is. Air them out. That's how that's how we do it. Well, here's the thing. Good good just a good rule of thumb. If you're ever like looking at a floor plan or a map or something or an illustration, you know, maybe from ancient times, and you're like, Oh, look at that. That door's not on the, any of this documentation. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what, friend? You keep that door closed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you just walk away and pretend you didn't see that. Yeah. I'd be like, yo, Tune brother, remember how we make $11 an hour? <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. It, it, you know what I would say? Find yourself a wet floor sign, put it right in front of that bad boy, yep. and you just know where exactly. it is. Exactly, yep. and you just walk away. Because what, what, what would you even do? You call in the head office. Yeah, we got another door down here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, we're a security firm, so that's meaningless to us. <laughs> Goodbye. Well, go call Van Helsing and Sons. Maybe they can help us out. <laughs> Nobody so they, else is going to. They go through all these corridors. And they're spooky scared, and, you know, they're, have, they're having fun, are they? And you think this would, like, maybe close in on them or something would happen in here? No, no, no. They're, apparently, there's just a, yet another door, so there's two extra doors. They come out, and they see Pinhead, right? Yeah, he's and just, just like, oh, they, hello. Oh, shit. You, you <laughs> caught me. I was just showering here. <laughs> Listen, man, it's been a hard couple of weeks. I just need a place to relax. <laughs> I would love to see him in just a towel. <laughs> I think somebody's been using the faucet because I, I every once in a while, the, it just goes cold. I don't, I, I don't get it. It's a Listen. brand new building. The hot water shouldn't be going in and out like this. Listen, Mrs. Pinhead and I have been having problems. I've been sleeping at the office. <laughs> I wasn't supposed to tell anyone, but I got up to go to the bathroom and here you weird-looking twins are. It's actually much easier for us Cenobites. We all sleep standing up. <laughs> oh, it's the problems with me and my wife. Oh, could you believe it? This pin hasn't had a head in years. <laughs> This guy, one of the guys who sees him, and I mean, it's a, it's a line you got to cut. The guy goes, ew, he's got pins all over his head. Sure. And I'm yeah. like, you know what, dude? It's the fourth one of these. We could move right along. No, Precisely. No. But one of them says, you know, like, like, freeze or we'll put the pain on you, oh, which is, that's, yeah, that's which is good, like, cop talk of the era. I'm sure yes. that was on cops what or something. What did you just say? <laughs> How dare you use that word? Fucking funny. It uh, is funny, yeah. And then he's like, he gets them both, and he's like, oh, I bet you're afraid of one thing, that please don't take me without my brother, but you'll always be together. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, can, can, I, can I put a don't want to die before? <laughs> yes. Just put that right before is there that. something in these people, maybe, Andrew, since you've been rewatching this, can I answer, like, is, like why make these guys a Cenobite versus that fat guy in the basement? Yeah, I, I think it's kind of like... Do, do they have a dark soul one. of any kind? I, I don't think because the it's second just random the second movie is the first time you see someone constructed into a centipede. It's that weird doctor character, yeah. and yeah, it's just he, he was he bastard. fucked around and yeah. found out. Yeah. Basically, yeah. I, I'll be I'll be honest with you. They're much prettier than the man in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> I just would prefer to look. I mean, I'm going to disfigure them, of course. So, I mean, it's been thousands of years. I've never had. Twins before. Hello. <laughs> Every man's fantasy. Party down, dudes. Are you Take looking that. at those jaw lines? You could cut paper with those. Take that, Mrs. Pinhead. Twins. <laughs> Got myself some twins. And they're blondes. <laughs> and he puts these masks on them and they start drilling them together. Yeah. And their 
heads start to combine. Looks like like a, a machine making taffy. Yeah, that's yeah, actually good yeah, call. Yeah. Just about. And this is where I'm like, Pinhead got off so light in the Cenobite department. Uh-huh. He's mostly dry. Yeah, you know what I mean? Everyone true. else is incredibly yeah, yeah. wet. Yep. Only the nipples are kind of exposed as wounds. True. The pins are in the head, sure. But like he's got full range of movement as well. Yeah. Like cool you know, jacket, cool jacket. I guess that's true because, and you don't know what's going on uh, underneath the skirt. Oh, there. that's true. Yeah, maybe it's all, maybe he's all fucking his dick's gone. Oh, or maybe he's all pin dick, dude. That's P- I pin mean, dick. Yeah. But best case scenario, no dick. I mean, <laughs> right. just, it's it's all kinds of horrors you can't imagine, like Hannibal <laughs> arrangements down there that they're doing. <laughs> yeah, at that point you'd want to just cut it off and forget about it. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. No, no, no. Although I would say a fucking dick with a bunch of pins in it definitely doing it for a bunch of people oh yeah probably a lot of them wearing pantera t-shirts probably a lot of the people listening to this right now if you know someone who has a pin in their dick (laughs) we all hate movies at gmail.com go to the emergency room now (laughs) it's very important and I'm not talking about Prince Alberts. I'm talking yes, about yes. Sure. Like using pins. that fucking cock as a yes. pincushion. Mm. But he's like, oh, this is taking too long. I'm going to resort to the oldest narrative contrivance in the book and <laughs> chill your child. Uh-huh, of course. Uh, he even says the greatest suffering a parent can uh, know is the loss of a child. Well, and I was like, oh, say. I, I, I got so excited because I'm like, is he going to off this kid? I I'm thought like, oh, so, please, too. And I was please. like, that's something. We catch this kid here. It's uh, the kid from The Shining or the, the yeah, TV he's version. D- he's Danny oh. Torrance and Stephen Weber's Shining. He's also. Don't like this kid. He no. won the prized role of Uh-huh in the Little Rascals movie. Uh, oh, yeah. Wow. He's just that's the one that him. says Uh-huh. So did, yeah. he, did, he, did he share screen time with Trump? Isn't he in that one? <sighs> The rich, is he in that one? Trump he is, is in, in that, that one, movie, yeah, yeah. and okay. he's like the the father of the rich kid. Yeah, I don't know if there's actually shared screen <laughs> no, time. He's not. It, Trump is like on his own. He's get, like on a phone call, and they Got cut it. to him. There's a thing in the end of Excuse the movie. Excuse me, I, I the point phone call. Pinhead is on the line. If I recall correctly, there is a thing at the end of the movie where he's on the phone. It's like, yes, I'm taking a, a cell phone call during the Pinewood Derby or like whatever it is. <laughs> and these outtakes is like Trump throwing popcorn at somebody in front of him. Uh-huh. And I was like, yeah, I bet that person hated you. Fucking rotten guts. Absolutely. <laughs> fucking pig. Well, that, I mean, Trump wants my support. If he wants me to stop supporting DeSantis, all he's got to do is fucking get Butterball back in these movies. <laughs> he wants an easy path. There we go. That's what's going to make America great again. Butterball has returned. You can finally say Merry Christmas again, by the way. That was gone before me. And now you can have Butterball. 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 It's not just for Thanksgiving turkeys anymore. He's now also sec deaf Butterball. We're also bringing back Chatterer. <laughs> Yeah, another person in the administration that can't keep their fucking mouth shut. Oh, dude, Chatterer would definitely have a a tell-all book. Oh, definitely. (laughs) Everyone in that administration. I don't recall. Looks like they could have been Cenobites. Absolutely. Stephen Miller, Jared Kushner. Kaylee McInerney. Oh, absolutely. Oh, Oh, yeah, they could all be Cenobites, dude. They deserve to be turned into Cenobites, as a matter of fact. But we do know they have pin dicks. At least we know that. Yes, (laughs) of course. But yeah, the mom goes down to do some laundry in this insane building, and then she's like, something wrong and she comes up and she checks all 17 angles of this apartment this is fucking hilarious because like she hears like screaming or something and she runs up and this place looks like fucking Mar-a-Lago after it got <laughs> tossed by the FBI yeah, it does. oh it's, my god I don't understand that? 
Why the fuck, uh, Pinhead, you're coming to kidnap this kid. You're a powerful demon yes. from hell. Uh, yeah. This is uh-huh from the little <laughs> rascals. Why is the house destroyed? He's cutting up like sofa cushions. What are you looking for, cocaine? <laughs> that's that's the problem. Is like uh, This happens, and I'm like, I need to see this tantrum. Like, yes, because totally. this, like that's what it looks like. It looks like he threw a temper tantrum. It looks like Beethoven got in the house. <laughs> dude, you're the hell dog, dude. Oh, that would be great if like he comes in. And it's like the Hellraiser franchise could definitely use some fat guy John yeah. Candy. He's like, I will just put it out there. Oh, oh, maybe. Oh, do you think it was like a Home Alone situation? Yes. Yes. Oh no, I'm slipping on micro machines. <laughs> ah, the broken Christmas ornaments. No, he put. Crisco on the stairs again. All right. Well, hold. I'm not going to have to come back later. They're having a party. Wait a second. Is that a standee of Michael Jordan? (laughs) Boy, that person dancing in the shower looks an awful lot like a blow-up toy for a pool. (laughs) I haven't seen him since he laid that bet with me. Oh, oh I, I, I'll come back tomorrow. There seems to be some gangsters in there doing some nefarious <laughs> business. Oh, looks like I'll go visit old man Marley across the street until tomorrow morning. Wow. Hold on. Snakes. Is he a Cenobite? I don't know any snakes. 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 Nope. Don't know no snakes. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> come over here, you Doris's ass. Oh, did he just call me a horse's Oh, he tried to steal a toothbrush. He is hellbound now. Now, Butterball, you go behind the back. Oh, John Candy, I haven't seen you since you left your son at that funeral parlor. (laughs) What delicious sights we showed him there. The Cenobite poker. (laughs) See you soon, by the way. Oh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. But he, you know, he gets him and then he just kidnaps the wife too, really off screen. And then oh, big just, time. And he's like, all right, I'm going to just kind of everyone else. I totally sexually weirdly maul, but you two are going to be left in this room. Totally cool. Yep. Yep. Don't really understand that change, of course. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's like, you know, he's going to blackmail him and yes. designing the big box to open the gateway. It is kind of just weird to see Pinhead trying to negotiate this <laughs> shit. It is crazy, too. Like, because you figure once the quote unquote hero, you know, or let's just say the protagonist here, yeah. like he has his family kidnapped by the villain. We are rocking into the third act of this movie, and I fucking looked at it, man, and we are talking over 30 minutes left of this motion picture. Well, because you you forget we got to go back to fucking space. Precisely, yeah. I did. It's, I the third, it's the third act of the 90s segment, but yes. then there's the, we have to do the third act of the space Dude, segment. It is so ridiculous in this segment that they kind of dispel Pinhead through the shit in the building. Yes. Then we go to space, <laughs> and we do the exact same fucking thing. Yep. yep. It's wild. It's fucking wild because she's it's it's a very long back and forth cat and mouse. He shows up. They split up, by the way. I mean, like, dude, we are running afoul of Hell Demon's husband. I am not leaving your side. <laughs> it is wild where he's like, all right, wife, you go that way. <laughs> Child, you get in this elevator alone sure. and I'm going to go this way. And she goes, what? And he's like, don't worry. I have a plan. Yeah. And I was like, do you? Based on what? 
Oh my god, you know god, that this that dude dumb? teleported me here? We didn't take a cab. He grabbed my hand, <laughs> blue light en- engulfed us, and then I was here. That's, I don't think your plan counts for that. That's not makeup. That's not a mask. Those are actual <laughs> fucking pins in his face. He just walks around like that. Nipples it, too. Real. <laughs> Those nipples and the skin under them rip right off. <laughs> He no, Joe. Touch it. It was gross. <laughs> and you have a plan to defeat this monster. I can't help but notice you staring at the torn-off skin below my nipples. Well, feel free to have a poke. Touch, they're touch. real and they're spectacular. <laughs> touch my nipple holes. <laughs> oh yeah, I am single. I'm. I'm not quite good at the mingling. <laughs> Weren't you a nightmare on Elm Street too? Great picture. Great picture. <laughs> Loved all the bondage stuff in it. Quite fantastic. Freddy, old friend. Old friend. He's a, he's a good fellow. Good poker friend. But you know they run around. She finds the lament box, so yeah. she starts. She starts zapping everybody, which is good for her. You and know. she knows this. Do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sure. Uh, she zaps everybody. He sacrifices himself at this point. Right? Well, you have the hilarious pinhead like Because I guess pinhead doesn't know what a computer is. Oh, he right. He just goes, get on the console, toy maker. Yeah. Which means just keep doing your clickety-clack shit. Um, <laughs> Make the I, magic go faster. <laughs> <laughs> well, then it's just... Again, because this movie, like... Uh, the structure to do it in this triptych is so fucking stupid. It doesn't give you a chance. I guess the movie thought that you would anchor yourself as the viewer to this actor, no yes. matter the time period. Nope. But no, unsuccessful. You need an actual actor to do this properly. This segment just ends with the dude gets on the computer. He clicks and he clacks. He tries to make the machine work. It doesn't. And then Pinhead is like, what sorcery is this? And just decapitates this guy. Oh, it's a pretty good decapitation. It's like stellar, that, yeah. but like, yeah. from where? Well, I mean, you get, I mean, you get, uh, it, this is where Pinhead is doing his whole, like, I, I couldn't care less what God thinks. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, what does he think? Mm-hmm. Oh, he thinks he's big, Mr. Big Man, does he? Says the guy that dresses up to get his attention all the time. <laughs> like, the whole hell... Helen, God, it's it, it, yes. You're made to do that dance, you fuck. <laughs> you want to piss him off. You get off on pissing him off, you yeah. idiot. And then the the way that the segment actually comes to an end is the the wife has the box and she says something about like go play with your dog, asshole. And she yeah. does the box on Pinhead and Pinhead and Dominique or whatever Angelique Angelique Angeli get sucked into the box the dog hilariously gets killed which is fun <laughs> it's good to know you no, the dog gets killed in the next act does he get killed yeah. in both acts he or doesn't she pressurized. try to pressurized doesn't she try to do something with the dog too or does she get one of the cenobites because she does use the she's puzzle just zapping every, she's zapping everybody inside of it oh that's that's yeah, who you meant by everybody okay. yes that's right okay. yeah 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 that's, it, it also got the dog too <laughs> we can move on now and then just Cut to space, and I'm like, Jesus, man. Because again, like that is a totally fine ending to a yeah. okay Hellraiser movie. If, yep. if you made it all focused, and, and by the way, making it in the buildings cheap as fuck. Exactly, sure. and like really, like you, you, you get a cast of characters there. There's yep. a sassy Some, receptionist. I, yeah, <laughs> a couple of character actors would have gone so far in this, absolutely uh, big time. But yeah. now we're just in space with Rimmer, and Rimmer's like, Wow, I believe what you said. Uh-huh. So wait. We've been talking this entire time, and there's a demon loose on this. <laughs> and, and Multiple on, demons. And he's on hold. 
Dude, this guy has the dumbest line of the movie right here. When we cut back to the future, he's like, yeah, so uh, I realized all this was going on when my blood started speaking to me in my dreams. I was like, hold the phone. (laughs) What did you just say? Let's quit it with the tree of life talk here. (laughs) Oh, yes, I saw that memory for when you were a little boy in Texas and you went into the neighbor's house for some reason and went into the bedroom and sniffed that lady's underwear or whatever happened in that movie. And my memory spoke to the sky (laughs) and my blood knew what the demons were. And now a dinosaur. (laughs) Pretty good dinosaur. Oh, hello, dinosaur. (laughs) It is a good movie, though. It's like 17 minutes and five kills, which is really impressive because it's like you've got this whole team and like that, again, is its own movie. Like Hellraiser in space, that's a movie. I don't like it, but it's a movie. You know what I mean? Like, but no, every single one of them dies. Any good deaths here? I kind of uh, well, around. there's the twins um, like merging together what? onto a guy. Oh, that's pretty that, cool. That, and it doesn't really. <laughs> the guy just gets juiced. Like yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know what exactly is supposed to be happening. To Couldn't they don't show you, you but by, by no, because you never get an actual yeah. like wide shot of that yes. kill. It's all in his, bad close. You don't really know exactly what's his happening. Pants just get really wet. And they for, show for, his for, like <laughs> shoes and pants getting wet. Oh yeah, you keep seeing parts yeah. of him like fall. Oh man, I hate that wet pants. <laughs> That's hellbound shit for sure. But for some reason, they recast like while they're in makeup. Maybe because the other actors didn't want to be in the makeup. There's yeah. different t- twins, oh, uh, different really? brother team playing the Cenobite oh, version. I believe. Really? Yes, like uh, the Polish brothers actually. Oh, really? One of which. Went on to direct that Gina Carano Western for oh. Daily Wire. Oh, oh wow. for him. So let's have devilish <laughs> sights to show you. <laughs> right there. Oh, that's fucking incredible. There's yeah. one guy who, the first poor bastard that goes in and finds oh, right. like the, the fucking holding pen. Yes. Uh, his face just gets ripped clear off. That's the only kind of skinless shit we get. Yes, in the movie. it's pretty cool. I like that part. Yeah, that dude's face gets ripped off. That's not bad. And then you have. Uh, another guy, uh, one of the other security guards, I can't remember. Carducci. His... Yes, it is. It's Carlucci. Carlucci. This, anybody catch Carlucci? No. Chris Cabin especially? I saw the face. I, I, I don't I, got it. No, I don't know. He's the dude who played Scully's brother, Bill. The mother oh. hating <laughs> Bill Scully. Of that course. just reminds me this movie was definitely filmed in Canada. Oh, yeah. Totally. Uh, that His death is kind of cool, although they shoot it really poorly, is uh, Angelique pulls him through the mirror. Oh yeah. And then like closes the mirror on his head and he gets decapitated. I, I didn't understand what was going no, on. No, yeah. because <laughs> the angle at which they filmed the body falling doesn't make sense. No, I, it doesn't oh, yeah. at all. I rewound it like three times and I I'm con- I'm convinced that that's what they were going for but just completely I, failed on it. I was just like, "Oh, the head's gone great. That's and, cool." And, you know? Angelique is now a full cenobite. She's got her head is flayed open and it's like attached to her shoulders. And yeah. it's like, can I not do, I want to be able to use my arms. Well, you know, Steve, it's kind of like the Cenobite version of having to pin your mittens on your jacket. Got sleeve, it. Yeah. You know, you don't want to lose the top of your head anywhere. What are you worried about not being able to wear hats anymore? <laughs> it's also good that this is in space where it's extremely dark. So you don't really get to see any of this. No, shit. No. There's one dude uh, who has kind of, I think the funniest line of the movie is like he runs around a corner with his big gun and he sees Pinhead standing there. He goes, whoa, 
What planet are you from? <laughs> planet, fuck you, buddy. <laughs> I've got your planet right here. I've had it up to here. They kept me on hold while they told me the whole fucking story <laughs> of that goddamn toy maker. I had to listen to an elevator music cover of the girl from Ipanema for seven <laughs> hours. Oh, see, that could be a fun moment in the in the skyscraper movie. They're stuck in the elevator with Pinhead. Yeah, sure. Excuse me, no smoking in here. The sign is right there. Yeah, he gets, you know, you get Pinhead reading a copy of uh, High Rise, you know, <laughs> you get to play with it a little, you know, some ballad fun. It's just, you know, and like this is you do see uh, and it happens a couple of times every time, you know, he's got the regular buzz cut. He's because I think the idea of the original movie was basically he sacrifices himself and dies. It's certainly the way he's playing it for most of this act. Exactly. Yeah. But no, and then he goes up to the other lady and he, Rimmer and he's got this fucking stupid bald cap on uh, and he's like, you know what? I think I got a way to beat Pinhead at his own game and survive. <laughs> and it's like, why is that in a Hellraiser movie? What? Since when is there a happy ending and in a Hellraiser We've got to yep. get back to Earth in time for Vote for Palantine, all right? <laughs> uh, at one point, Rimmer is the one who murders the Senno pooch. Yes. Puts this motherfucker in a little uh, pressure chamber yeah. here and pops. It is kind of great because Pinhead is very verbose in this movie. And they're like, countdown, six minutes. And like... He, he's got fucking what's his face right where he wants him. He's got Merchant right where he wants him. And Merchant's like, so, man, uh, what's suffering like? Why don't you uh, tell me? Is there like a lot of suffering in hell? Oh, I'm so glad you asked that question. <laughs> okay, two things. One, you're totally stalling. But two, I will definitely tell you because no one has ever asked me about my work before. You know, I, I heard that God thought you, your stuff wasn't actually that sac uh, sacrilegious. Oh, man. What does that old beanbag know? <laughs> Let me tell you about that oh, guy. Who told you? <laughs> tell me who yeah. told Because I know you. He didn't tell you. T minus 30 seconds. <laughs> it's the Sideshow Bob uh, HMS Pinafore. <laughs> he really he does kind of do that. What never? No, never. Because he's like what? babbling about the fucking Garden of Eden at one <laughs> Exactly. It's like, dude, shut up and <laughs> kill this guy already. You were born in like fucking 1900. Shut the fuck up about the Garden of Eden. Also, uh, it should be put out there that Pinhead should never use deja vu. Oh, yeah, that's true. He is staring at this motherfucker and he's like, boy. You sure look familiar. You look like all your relatives I've given trouble to over the years. What what a real case of deja vu I'm having. It's so weird because usually, you know, bloodlines actually intermix quite a bit. And then people don't look quite so much as they did 300 years ago. Which, you know what? Great point. Yeah. And I know that means two extra paychecks or whatever. But like. There is no reason to have this guy be the guy throughout He's the ages. He's not Daniel Day fucking Lewis. He's yeah. just some Canadian workman. Yep, exactly. Like, it's fine. I don't know. I, and also, like, the the Angelique thing is a total botch job. She's just a centibite hissing and not even speaking at the end of this I movie. I think for some yeah. reason I thought that was, like, just a different centibite at this point. Like, what, didn't number three have a lady? It did. No, this, but this is actually her. Okay. It is her. Part but two different actress. and one, there's I'm, the same lady yeah, in both of them. I, just, I just don't like it. It's no, a it's different just, actress for sure, though. But it doesn't, like, uh, the first 20 minutes of the movie was all about her, and then it's all this conflict, and it's like, 
Now she's just part of the Cenobite gang. Or wait, is she also Smoker? No. Or is that... Because didn't Smoke have a similar head thing going on? I think I saw a similar head thing in one of these. Hmm. Who the hell knows? Who knows? Either way, it's suffering to watch. And then, oh man, and then... You when you get to the fourth level of hell, let me tell you. <laughs> God, God, let me tell you about that guy. If there was ever a guy who's obsessed with his son, Four, it is that motherfucker. Three, he two, will never stop. Wait, one, oh, oh damn initiate. it! I kept running the skirt. <laughs> I will say, I because I'm a dumbass. I'm like, oh, it's kind of neat that it becomes a cube. Yeah, yes. and it's like, oh, it's sort of like the board cube or whatever. Yeah, cubes in space, dude. It's neat, and yeah. it would make sense that he would that merchant would be on the space station. This was a trap. He was the live bait, and he will die. His bloodline will end, as will Pinhead. But no, it's like, hologram, I'm in a fucking little spaceship, beep, beep, dude. And then it fucking blows up like the Death Star. We pan down, forest moon of Endor, here are our heroes <laughs> celebrating <laughs> with some <laughs> new <laughs> friends. That is the ending they give us, pretty much. I mean, we just see the spaceship fly back to Earth, but... You're the, this happy-go-lucky ending is <laughs> yep. fucking insane. For a Hellraiser movie. So stupid. So stupid. Also, what I mean, this is going to be an international... You now have a hell cube orbiting the planet. Yeah. I, I think that's going to be a problem. I think that there might be some... Uh, some talk about the UN might have some fucking it, assemblies. It, I thought it blew up, right? Doesn't it? Blow oh, does it blow up? I think up? it blows up. Yeah, yeah. It like, it's containing all this magic energy that he's finally been able to invent through oh, five hundred years the, later. The, you the, could just blow the thing up. God damn! <laughs> yeah. And the debris, though, that will hit Earth would be oh, yeah, sure. astronomical. Oh, well, well, he's sure. fucking yelling too. He's saying, "You're like, I cannot die." Yeah. This, that, the other thing, and it is fucking hilarious. Like when it starts blowing up, it's just Doug Bradley standing because it's like, how can you on a low budget? have such an operatic end to this yes. mythical oh, creature yeah. you can't so it's just a guy standing uh, there while sparks are shooting well, off it, it's gr- like the, the the way they make like his face like they put brown liquid yes. just in like yeah, yeah. And, and because it's over the the light is just fucking so goddamn o- overdone. I'm bleeding a bunch of wood stain I, all uh, over the floor I think one of the end lines is something like uh, welcome to oblivion and then yeah. Pinhead goes amen yes. oh yeah what, yep. what is that about about. Isn't that one of his? Isn't that like a God word? I think he's trying to be sacrilegious there. Oh, yeah. fuck. Okay, got it. His line that I what think is devil. great, and it should have caught on just as much as Ace Ventura's do not go in there. <laughs> uh huh. And I feel like you can use this. You come out of the can, you just took a real righteous dump, and you just go, I am so exquisitely empty. <laughs> I was chuckling at that pinhead line. Well, or you go in right when you like you you're going in to take the shit, yep. and you turn back to your friends who are looking at you, and you say, "This is a holocaust waiting to wake." <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Yo, Brad, what the fuck was that about, dude? <laughs> I, it was just a really, it was going to be a bad one. I had a, a Mexican and Cuban I've, in the last 24 hours. I've never had to kick anybody out of watching the Chiefs, but you got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I mean, that's just, that's just messed up. <laughs> what I, the only, the only thing I liked about this movie is that once that fucking thing blows up, this dude, Paul is like, <laughs> all right, well, it's just a left back to earth. And it's just, the ship turns, yeah. boom, credits, boom. 
Because we've not told a story of any kind. We don't care about any of these characters. We don't need a stinger. We don't need nothing. I was half expecting, like, Rimmer to be like, well, on to the next. <laughs> it would be, you know, like if he, he appears in the ship at the end and yeah. then it cuts to black. Or anything, sure. yeah, anything. Just give one last little, scare. If or somehow the box is there. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, Precisely. Yeah, yeah. Well, because that's if you had if you did hell building, I was envisioning like a good ending would be. Uh, you know, basically you pull a poltergeist, the building fucking collapses in on itself. Sure. And then, the you know, whew, wow, we did it. All right, everybody, let's go home. And it's our it's our boy from the 90s and his family yeah. uh-huh, and the, the lady. <laughs> and they go home and whatever. And then it's like, oh, the vacant lot where the building once stood and we're going in, you sure. know, dissolving closer, closer, closer through the dust. The wind kicks up some dirt and whatnot. And an old egg crate rolls over. And there's the box still in place. What a yes. huge mistake, dude. You just re- described a horror movie. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what an error. And what an idiot. If you were d- downtown near Hell Building during the events of Hell Collapse, <laughs> you might be entitled to compensation. <laughs> Many people have not come forward to take from the fund of the Hell Building that was written. Call 555-1279. Call 555-BUILDING. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hi, I'm Paul Saccone from Saccone Law Firm. <laughs> have you, have you, is your skin paler than it used to be? Are your nipples extra sensitive and always bleeding? <laughs> Do you have pins coming out of any part of your body? Has your dog lost all his flesh and chattering teeth? <laughs> is part of the skin on your skull pulled over back <laughs> and pinned to your shoulder blades? Are you just kind of overweight and they call you Butterball (laughs) and they give you some welder's glasses because it looked cool I guess. In the last four years when you burp do CDs fly out of your mouth? (laughs) Do you smoke from your throat? (laughs) (laughs) Ah, But that is the end of this fucking terrible movie. Recommendations and final thoughts. Eric Siska. Spooky <laughs> entrance there for the mind. Anyway, sure. it's a no for me. I did not. I, it's just stupid city. I feel like there are elements here that are cool and interesting to potentially explore the French thing, the space thing, but it doesn't work all together. And it certainly doesn't work in 86 minutes. <laughs> totally. Chris Cavan. Uh, it's not good, but I kind of have to recommend it because this was the movie that actually got me to watch the first Hellraiser. Oh, that's weird. I, I had seen the trailer for this one on like, I think like senior trip or uh, national lampoon senior trip or something oh, like that. Wow. I had seen the trailer. I was like, Oh, that looks cool. I don't know that any <laughs> other movies of this exist. So I watched this and I was like, Oh, I'm going to watch the first one. It was a doorway. I have some warm feelings towards it as such, but it is a piece of shit. So, <laughs> so if we ever do senior trip, now we know an answer for the VHS. Oh, oh, there trailer. it is. Oh my oh, God. Yep. Uh, Steve? Yeah, no. Um, it's it's just a mess. I wish it wasn't because I actually think again. There's probably a there's like two or three good movies here that you can figure out. I think you can either just do Hell Building, French into Hell Building would also work, or yep. Space. Like these are all singular movies you can make, but they didn't make any of them, and they made mishmash. And as Eric said, it's 86 minutes, and as good as Doug Bradley is, everybody else in this movie, and I mean everyone else, is terrible. Agreed on that part for sure. Yeah, it's like just watch them first two. I rewatched yeah, yeah. them over the last couple of days. I had 
some great fun with them. Sure. Uh, and they're well-made movies. And yet the problem, like we've been saying, is when you kind of make three movies, <sighs> you definitely don't make one movie. Yeah. Uh, so, And, you know, the other side of it, too, if they played with it just a little bit, I don't know, a Cenobite uh, driven, uh, uh, what am I trying to say, anthology film? Yes. That's, that's kind of something. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. But that's not what this is. This fucking well, sucks. Well, it's funny. Uh, people, we were talking about uh, a French version of this. It was supposed to be the guys who did Inside who were supposed to do the oh, remake uh-huh. for the movie at first. And I would have been so on board. Yeah. I, I mean, we'll see what this one is like. Yeah. But uh-huh. I would have, the guys who did Inside doing a, a Hellraiser movie would have been incredible. That would have been wild. I mean, as it is, we'll see. This Friday yeah. comes out. This is, of course, why we're the, doing this. The Hulu Hellraiser? Hulu Hellraiser. Hulu Hellraiser. Yeah. Hulu Hellraiser. Actually, it would make a great Hoobie double Hellraiser. feature. Yeah, dude. Hulu Hellraiser and then Hoobie Halloween <laughs> double feature. Totally. Hell yeah. Do that up. Uh, but that is going to do it for the first of several more episodes to come in the 2022 Halloween Spooktacular. If you want more We Hate Movies, of course, patreon.com slash We Hate Movies, where this month's WLM, you guessed it, Halloween 78, baby. Yes, the original masterpiece, you know, by John Carpenter. A lot of fun. We already recorded that one. If you are a Loomis fan, you will enjoy it. Oh, Oh, absolutely. Quite a lot of it. Uh, Uh, And, you know, so all of this to come. And we should say, of course, big Q3 commentary. Thank you very much. The OG 1980 Friday the 13th sinkable commentary coming out. Mm-hmm. And towards the end of this month. That's we'll right. That. But, you know, that's not all. We have Animation Damnation, Glee Glossary, The Nexus, our Star Trek podcast. There is Mel so much. Mel Rocho. We'll, oh. we'll be doing Once in a Lifetime. Again, we have a movie called The Sitter, which is good and nuts. It's, it's very spooktacular. It's the bloodiest Lifetime movie I've ever seen. It's true. It really is. From the director of Highlander comes <laughs> a <laughs> Lifetime Horror-ish not, movie. Not the Jonah Hill movie, to be no, clear. Not, no, no, yeah, no. not David Gordon this Green is no. the sitter. No. About an evil babysitter. And then there's this movie that we're talking about, <laughs> which is also about an evil babysitter. Also evil babysitter. Uh, but of course, here on the main feed, the spooktacular continues next week. Steve, uh, what what franchise-specific sequel we'll be talking about. Yeah, we're going to record right after this because uh-huh. it's going to take place right after this. It's Halloween 2. We're all going to go to the hospital. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's all, right. It's one crazy night, my friend. Totally. One crazy day. It's Halloween 2, obviously, the, uh, the 19, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes. 1981, not, zombie. not Robert Zombie. Correct. Yes. No, uh, so next week when we're talking about Jamie Lee Curtis, definitely wearing a wig throughout that entire film. I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Eric Siska. Chris Cabot. Take it easy. We all go a little mad sometimes. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare, huh? Sometimes. That is what I... Zombies have entered the building. They're at the door. They're coming in. It is time to keep your appointment with the Wicker Man. They're coming to get you, Barbara. I've seen one too many movies. Now, Sid, don't you blame the movies. Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos more creative. What the fuck are you doing? What an excellent day for an exorcism. That was a HeadGum Podcast.